lines are drawn, the lights are on. It's time to settle this. Our team, our team versus, versus your, team. your team. The new Jim Strat. Boswell Media Sports is about to put you in the middle of the action. You're listening to the Boswell Media Sports Network. Boswell Media and East Central Community College proudly present East Central Community College Warrior Football. Now here's the voice of the Warriors, Philip Palmertree. It's East Central Community College Warrior Football on the EC Sports Network, and this is Warrior Pregame. Tonight's game is an audio-only broadcast available on Cruising 98.3 FM, the Cruising 98 mobile app, or on your computer at Cruising98news.com, where you click on the Listen Live tab. And you can hear tonight's broadcast on the newest member of the network, WMER, 1390 AM in Meridian. All thanks to the efforts of our studio engineer, Billy Steen. The Warriors began the 2021 season with a 32-7 loss at East Mississippi last week. Combination of breaking in a pair of freshman quarterbacks, battling injuries on the offensive line, and butting up against a Lion defense loaded with D1 studs made it tough for the black and gold to move the ball and sustain drives. Despite that, the Warrior defense showed signs that it can make life tough for a lot of opponents this year with veterans DeAndre Fox, Keyshawn Johnson, and Justin James and newcomers Anthony Thomas and Ryan Whitfield turning in outstanding Week 1 performances. Tonight, East Central travels to the most southern place on Earth, the Delta, home of the most fertile soil in America and the backbone of American music. And the Trojans of Mississippi Delta Community College play host. New head coach Cedric Thomas's Trojans, well, they've got a Jackson State transfer at quarterback, and they turned heads with a 31-6 win at Pearl River in Week 1. They'll be a confident bunch in their home debut tonight. Will the Warriors find a way to take the Trojans down a notch? We'll find out with kickoff in less than 30 minutes. We have a lot in store for you leading up to kickoff, starting lineups, in-depth analysis from Paul Williams, and more. But up next, we will hear from head coach Ken Karcher as we get ready for kickoff between East Central and Mississippi Delta in Moorhead as Warrior pregame continues on the EC Sports Network. Welcome back to Warrior Pregame. We're setting things up before kickoff between East Central Community College and Mississippi Delta. Week 2 South versus North Division matchup. I'm Philip Palmertree, and let's bring in Warrior Head Football Coach Ken Karcher. Coach, thanks for joining us on Warrior Pregame. Thank you for having me, Philip. First, uh, let's glance back at the Week 1 loss over in Scuba. East Mississippi defeated EC 32-7, to and... Coach, I'll lead off with what looks to me like a positive note. It looks like defensive coordinator Mickey Mays is assembling another solid defensive unit. They were five sacks, solid pass rush, good play in the secondary, but uh, they were just on the field for, well, way too long, 92 plays to be exact. Uh, What is your evaluation of the defensive play? Oh, I was very pleased. I thought that, uh, you know, we did some really good things against them. Uh, we knew going in that uh, we were going to put a lot of pressure on them. You know, we blitzed a bunch. Uh, as always, in every game, there's a lot of things that we could have still done better. And uh, that's the approach that we have taken with every phase of our team. Is It's not about who we play. It never has been. It's about what we do and getting better at what we do. And so we may have to make some corrections, but uh, I think that, uh, you know, we did a very good job 
defensively the other night. Coach, uh, you had some good play out of Justin James, a leading tackler with nine, and also nine tacklers from Keyshawn Johnson, and he had a couple of sacks as well. I thought uh, the linebackers uh, were really moving uh, both up the field and laterally with a lot of speed. Yeah, we, uh, as I said, going in, we thought our DBs would be, you know, as good as anybody. I mean, they were challenged some, their big receiver with Des Williams once in a while, but I uh, thought we did a nice job. And then Keyshawn is, we think, a Division One linebacker, continues to get better in all phases. So he had a real solid performance as well, as you stated. Well, Coach, let's take a look at the offensive side of the ledger. Um, East Central just couldn't sustain drives last Thursday night, uh, just 94 yards total offense, a uh, lot of punts. Uh, what are the next steps you want to see that offensive unit take in improving from week one to week two? Well, one is we got to get better at our assignments, doing what we need to do. Uh, we were outmanned. You know, they had four Division One defensive linemen. And in some of our cases, as we said as a team, that they were just better than some of the guys we had up against them. So, you know, that causes a problem right from the start. But then if you also are not executing what you need to execute, that makes it twice as bad so we've struggled up front a lot and uh, when you struggle up front your run game's not going to be very efficient your pass game is not going to be very efficient so there's lots of room for improvement that's for sure on the offensive side of the ball uh, we you know lost our starting guard four days before the game our starting right tackle who is really probably a backup he got injured as well so we're going to have a new guard and a new tackle in there this week as well that are second team guy so we just got to continue to work to get better and uh make sure we know what we're doing and if you go against somebody that's better than it is just nothing you can really do about that but uh that was some of the issues well you split snaps more or less evenly with uh, a situation at quarterback where you're breaking in a pair of true freshmen in uh, caleb parton and also with uh gabriel larry uh but What's your read on uh, their play and how they reacted to uh, to live action on Thursday night? Well, like a typical freshman would, and then you throw on top of it, they really didn't have much protection. And so it was a long night for two young freshmen. Gabriel, you know, he ended up getting a concussion. He'll be out this week. He can't play. And uh, yeah, uh, Caleb will end up playing the whole game, hopefully, and our third map will be ready to be the backup. But it was a long night for them, uh, lots of room for improvement. And then, like I said, the protection secure enough that we have some time to throw the ball downfield. We'll step aside now for a moment and hear from our sponsors, and we'll come back with more with head coach Ken Karcher as Warrior Pregame continues on the EC Sports Network. It's nice to know someone is there to help you succeed in your educational goals. At East Central Community College in Decatur, our students are our family, and we not only know you by name, but we want the very best for your future. Outstanding faculty, along with an academic support team willing to go above and beyond, make the difference. Applications are now being accepted at eccc.edu. 
Did you know adults spend over 2,900 hours a year sleeping? If you're in need of a good night of rest, come see us at Byers Furniture for a new mattress set by Ashley, Sealy, or Tempur-Pedic. Whether you're looking for inner spring, hybrid, or all-memory foam, Byers Furniture has them all. Twin, full, queen, and king, all in stock and ready to deliver. Give yourself the gift of rest this year, and you will not regret it. Come see us today at Byers Furniture and let us help you get your best night of sleep with a great new mattress set. Byers Furniture, 319 Bird Avenue in Philadelphia. South Group Cox Agency has the best lines of coverage for your home, business, and auto, also leading the way in protecting the very essence of who you are. This time of year, identity theft is on the rise. More than 8 million households will be hit in some way this season. South Group Cox Agency prevents hackers from destroying your life with credit monitoring and data protection, even expense reimbursement to cover costs incurred while reclaiming your identity. Get peace of mind now with South Group Cox Agency, Main Street, Carthage. Welcome back to Warrior Pregame. We're rolling on toward kickoff between East Central and Mississippi Delta. That's coming up at 7 o'clock, and we're still talking with East Central Community College head football coach Ken Karcher. Uh, coach, I want to ask you to give the listeners uh, a sense of what happens in the Warrior football program in the 48 hours after the clock hit zero, the Thursday night game has ended. Uh, What are the coaches doing? What are the players doing in terms of both looking back at the game that just ended and then getting ready for the week ahead? Well, it varies based on if you're home or away. I'll use the away example because that's the hardest. And I'll use our first two weeks as an example. We went up to Scuba, which is about an hour drive. So, you know, we were done with the game, left Scuba about 11 p.m. We get home about 12, a little after. Then the team pitches in to get everything off the buses, the equipment truck, all the uniforms, et cetera, into the locker room for the managers and two of the assistant coaches that are in charge of the equipment. Players will go back to bed and then, uh, the managers and the two coaches basically stay up all night long. I think they went to bed about uh, 8 the next morning doing all the laundry, getting all that back in order in the locker room. Then one of the coaches, he's uploading the video so it gets intercut, offense, defense, both sides of the view. So it's ready to, to watch in the morning because at 8 a.m. in the morning, maybe even 7.30, coach has got to be in, watch the film, grade the tape. We have a staff meeting at 8.30, then we have a team meeting at 9, review the game tape with the players, then they'll have a lift and a run, just a light lift and run to get the soreness out. There's injury check in the middle of that if anyone was injured. And then by lunchtime, the players are gone for the weekend. Those that go home, some stay on campus. The coaches, depending on what needs to be done around the office, recruiting-wise, finishing up any of the game, what I call statistics or cleanup. And then the coaches are out recruiting Friday night. Then Saturday morning, we're in there early, starting on the next opponent, breaking down tape, getting ready for the next opponent. And that's all day Saturday and Sunday until the players come back for practice Sunday. Now this week, going to get Delta, the thing that's challenging, we got a three-hour bus ride. So we'll get home by 2.30 in the morning, and all those same things will happen but just you're back later. So it makes it a real challenge when you're on the road, a little bit easier on home night. Yeah, but, uh, well, that that's really helpful. I think it gives folks a sense of just how much work goes into the program. Uh, you know, mo- most of us who watch just uh, 
turn things off, head home, go back to life. But uh, things don't slow down, I know, for you and the staff and for the players. And let's go ahead and... Coaches are going to work seven days a week, and you're probably looking at 60 to 70 hours a week. Wow. Well, let's take a look at this second consecutive road game ahead uh, game tonight against Mississippi Delta. It's an opponent we don't see all that often from the North Division, but I think they'd be coming into the game tonight with a lot of confidence. They opened up the season last week with a road win at Pearl River. They were very opportunistic, got a lot of turnovers, and cashed them in. Uh, what do you expect to see from the Trojans? And really, more importantly, what do you want to see from the Warriors in the second ball game? Well, I think you summed up Delta, they're probably going to be very excited to be home for the first game. As you stated, they had a big upset win down at Pearl River. Uh, like most first games, there was some sloppiness on both Pearl River and them, but they ended up making the, the plays when needed, taking advantage of those opportunities when they were given them. So I think that they'll you know, be real excited, obviously, to have this first home game being 1-0. and But like I, again, have always said, that really it's not going to matter what they do. We've got to continue to, to get better, find out a lot about your football team from game one to game two. Uh, East Mississippi was a formidable opponent. It, obviously, they were the better team, especially on that given night. Uh, Delta should be more of a matchup that I think is better for us. But as I said, if we don't make the adjustments and corrections that we need and play with great intensity, then uh, – you know, it would not be a good outcome. But I expect our guys to respond, hopefully come back hard after that game against East Mississippi, and we're ready for the challenge. Coach Ken Karcher, thank you for joining us on Warrior Pregame, and certainly we wish you and the staff and the Warriors uh, every success in taking on Mississippi Delta tonight. Thank you, Philip. We'll be back with more Warrior Pregame after this on the EC Sports Network. It's always important to take care of your pool. Eels can guide you through every season, and it will make your maintenance so easy. They have everything you need and then some. Eels is a year-round full-line pool store, and they keep chemicals and salt in stock. Plus, they always test your water free. From safety covers to water balancing, all seasons are pool season. Deals on the corner of Highway 19 and 16 in Philadelphia. East Central Community College Indicator is number one in Mississippi. Again, for the fourth straight year and six out of the last eight, students who transfer from East Central to one of the state's eight public four-year institutions earn the highest grade point average at baccalaureate graduation among all 15 community colleges in Mississippi. To find out more about how you can be a student at East Central, visit www.eccc.edu or schedule your campus visit by calling 877-GO-TO-ECCC. At Neshoba General, nothing is more important than serving our community. We offer two local clinics for family care, Neshoba Medical Associates and Neshoba Urgent Care, family medicine, and also our general surgery clinic. We also have clinics staffed with nurse practitioners in our local public schools. Our Wellness Works program helps area businesses promote wellness among their employees by providing screening, vaccines, exams, physicals, and injury treatment. Neshoba General wants to be your local health care partner. We are always prepared to Griffiths Motors is to continue to try to make our customers happy. During our Jeep Adventure Day sales event, we're going to throw away traditional pricing and load the box with Griffiths discounts and manufacturer rebates. That equals a touchdown of savings for you. So come in today, take a test drive, and find your new Jeep Grand Cherokee, Compass, Cherokee, Renegade, or the Go Anywhere, Do Anything Jeep Wranglers and Gladiator. 
Now that's the way the good guys do it at Griffiths Motors. Boswell Media Sports. And Warrior pregame rolls on from Moorhead, Mississippi at Jim Randall Stadium on the campus of Mississippi Delta Community College. we got East Central Community College football coming up. Week 2 action, another South versus North matchup when the Warriors try to even up the record at 1-1 one and one against a 1-0 and oh Mississippi Delta Trojan Ball Club. Tonight's broadcast is audio only. It's available at Cruising 98.3 FM, the Cruising 98 mobile app, or on your computer at Cruising98news.com, where you click on the Listen Live tab to find us, and you can hear tonight's broadcast on the newest member of the EC Sports Network, WMER 1390 AM in Meridian. And uh, sitting here next to me, here we are, talking into microphones, about to watch football game. Here's... Paul Williams, Paul, welcome back for uh, week two, and there's a lot of unknowns about Mississippi Delta, but uh, we do know this, they won a big ball game last week. They did win a big ball game last week, uh, 31-6 to uh, over Pearl River, and uh, we'll be excited to see how uh, the Warriors bounce back from their loss last week uh, at East Mississippi, um, as to quote Willie Nelson. We're on the road again yes. here in Moorhead tonight uh, on a beautiful night for football. It is. It is about 80 degrees and uh, sun setting uh, on the, to our right. This is an unusual east-west field alignment, but sun setting to uh, our right to the west. And, uh, of course, uh, you didn't need me to tell you the sun sets in the west, but <laughs> I did anyway. And uh, we've got uh, kind of a sparse crowd here on the uh, – on the home side, there may be some more folks uh, coming in as we're about uh, 13 minutes or so away from kickoff, and we'll uh, we'll look at the max schedule in a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about uh, a few other things leading up to kickoff, but let's jump right into the starting lineups tonight for your East Central Warriors, and tonight we'll start with the offensive group, starting at uh, left tackle Eli Cooper, freshman, six four two eighty from Scott Central High School. Bryce Parkerson, let's see, we're going to guess based on last week. Uh, Charles Constantino, freshman from Reserve, Louisiana, maybe at left guard uh, because Bryce Parkerson maybe moved over to the right side of the line. But we'll check that, of course, when the uh, Warriors take the field offensively for the first time. At center, Drake Carroll, freshman, Alexandria, Louisiana, 6'2", The only sophomore on the line is at right guard. 61270. That's Eli Gooden, who played at Hartfield Academy and is from Brandon. Sam McMullen injured last week. We did not see him uh, out in the warm ups with the offensive line unit, so we're going to presume that uh, Bryce Parkerson maybe moved over there. Bryce from Neshoba Central, freshman, 6'4, uh, excuse me, 310 pounds. We might see some of Raiden Williams from Moss Point. Uh, 6'4", 285 freshmen, so we'll mention that, and there may be some rotation going on in that line unit tonight. At tight end, Alex Hinton, sophomore, 6'4", 225, Fort Valley, Georgia, his hometown. The wideouts, John Hilbert, Brookhaven sophomore, 6'1", 185, leading receiver off last year's ball club. Hey Sims is the other wideout, six foot tall, 170, a freshman from Morton, Mississippi. Kaiser Booth in the slot. He had a 26-yard touchdown reception last week against East Mississippi. 
and he's 5'7", a sophomore, comes from Bassfield, Mississippi. Running back, Larry Wilson getting the start, sophomore, 5'9", 175. He rushed 15 times for 47 yards last week, and we'll see Caleb Parton getting the start tonight, 6'1", 175 from Northwest Rankin High School, Flowood. Caleb's a freshman, split time last week with Gabriel Larry. Gabriel Larry is not going to be in the in the game tonight because of uh, concussion protocols. You probably heard Coach uh, Karcher mention that in the interview segment. So we'll see Caleb Parton and then uh, backing him up, uh, Damon Mapp, freshman from Decatur, Newton County High School. Uh, he may see some action tonight for the black and gold as well. But that's the Warrior offense, the specialist Saw two punters last week, Jaron Van Winkle and Ross James. Ross from Hartfield Academy, Flo Wood, a freshman, and Jaron, a freshman from uh, Pinson, Alabama. He also took place kicking and kickoff duties last week. Manny Hillman, pedal sophomore at long snapper. On the defensive front, Tony Gibson from Church Point, Louisiana, 6'1", 3'10", a freshman, made his presence felt last week. At nose guard, DeAndre Fox, 5'11", 255, Philadelphia sophomore. Another sophomore defensive tackle. That's Darian Goodrum, 6'2", 295 pounds, Watkinsville, Watkinsville, Georgia, his home. And then uh, also getting some attention last week with a lot of tackles was a freshman from Noxipater, 5'11", 250. That's Ryan Whitfield playing at the uh, defensive end, Rhino position. In the middle of the linebacking core, E.D. Ross, a quadric, had six tackles and two quarterback hurries last week. He's from Prentice, six foot two, two twenty-five, and a sophomore. On the outside, at the wheel linebacker Keyshawn Johnson, who had nine tackles and two sacks last week. He's the equipment sophomore, goes five eleven, one ninety-five. Anthony Thomas also active last week against the Lions of EMCC. The stringer freshman, five ten, one ninety. He had eight tackles, a sack, and two and a half tackles for loss so uh that linebacking unit really uh were, shi- were shining last week in the game against east mississippi how about the secondary at the corners michael coach jr biloxi sophomore 510 160 pounds at the other corner desmond williams who's from forsyth georgia 5 foot 11 185 pounds he's a sophomore and then two sophomores at safety strong safety Justin james who was credited with nine tackles last week and a forced fumble, broke up two passes. 5'9", 175, a sophomore from Stone County High School in Wiggins. And then Tory Mulkey at free safety, 5'9", 180 pounds. He's a sophomore from Ozark, Alabama. And uh, bonus point for everybody who knows where Ozark is. Do you know Ozark? Yeah, uh, the Ozark I know of is not the one in Alabama. Okay, Ozark, Alabama, southeast Alabama, and what they call the wiregrass. Uh, you got to get near Enterprise. You fall uh, uh, that area to get around Ozark. I can honestly say I have been there a couple of times, but uh, it's, a small, it's a small town. We'll be coming for the football game and we get a geography lesson. There you go. Always get more than you uh, expected when you listen to EC Sports Network's broad, uh, broadcast of uh, Warrior football and basketball that's uh that's for sure but that's the east central warriors starting lineup we've already had uh opening prayer we've had uh the national anthem and uh two different moments of silence one i believe was 
in recognition of, of course, the upcoming anniversary on Saturday of the 9-11 attacks on our country. And then uh, in, a, in a really uh, warm gesture, the host here at Mississippi Delta Community College uh, asked for a moment of silence in uh, honor, memory of uh, the central student, member of the Wall of Sound Band, who passed away uh, uh, last weekend. And so all those things uh, remind you uh, of the realities of life, the brevities of life, and also the uh, great gift that every day is, too. That's exactly right. But uh, let's we'll mention the weather again. Paul made reference to it earlier, said it's uh, 80 degrees, and there's a pretty nice breeze blowing in. We're, we've had to batten down the hatches up here on the top of the press box where our papers don't blow away. Uh, get the tape out and get every heavy object you can get out. There's a really nice, cool north-northeast breeze blowing in at about six miles per hour, but it's just gorgeous now that the sun has gone down uh, 39% humidity and we haven't had uh, rain here to speak of or you know, this week. Looks like a fast track on this natural grass surface. And uh, warriors are gathered up uh, up and to our left, about to come onto the field. And uh, here, Paul, the, the teams have their dressing rooms uh, to our left across the street in a facility where their basketball gym is. And so it, uh, it has kind of a high school you know, feel to it in that regard. I don't mean that as an insult. It's just uh, things are kind of spread out here, and the uh, city Delta's treated us really uh, warmly and hospitably since we've been here, fed us a great meal, and uh, can't wait for this kickoff to get underway. Let's do uh, take a look at uh, at our max schedule tonight, Paul. I'll uh, toss it over to you, and there's uh, there's one ball game in particular that looks really, really important. Uh, ranked teams. That's right. I mean, we've got we've got a full slate uh, this evening, Philip, on uh, MAC games, uh, all cross division games. Once again, uh, here this week, we've got uh, Holmes uh, traveling to Raymond to take on Hines, who uh, lost last week a surprising upset against Oklahoma, fourteen twenty one. Colin's traveling to Itawamba. Colin traveling to Itawamba. Um, and we'll see. We've got Mississippi Gulf Coast traveling to Boonville, taking on the Northeast Tigers. Pearl River Wildcats at Cahoma in Clarksdale this evening. East Mississippi, uh, coming off the win last week over uh, East Central, uh, is in Summit, taking on Southwest. And that game you were referring to a minute ago, Philip, the Northwest at Jones. Both won big last week, 1-0-1-0, big game tonight. Yeah, that's going to be some big boy football down there in Ellisville, uh, two teams that are contenders in their respective divisions. As I tell you what, uh, Jones has got uh, an impressive group of sophomores, and, of course, Northwest is always good. Uh, so that one should uh, should really be one to watch, and we'll update you throughout the evening on uh, max scores from around the state. And a couple of comments about the Week 2 schedule couple of things that stand out from last week. We've already mentioned Delta's win down at Pearl River, 31-6. to A lot of people didn't expect that, but they they got some opportunities, turnovers, and just were great at cashing them in and taking uh, advantage of every short field. And there were uh, – I saw some uh, some stats in the write-up on it. I think both teams were penalized like 15 times. It was uh, probably a frustrating game to watch in that regard. 
But you got to credit Delta under a brand new head coach Cedric Thomas for uh, for getting it together and uh, ending a losing streak. And oh, did I say losing streaks? I need to talk about Southwest for a minute. <laughs> Southwest ended a what was it twenty three game losing streak last week. <laughs> How about that? And uh, against Itawamba. And, again, they've got a new head coach as well, and we'll see them down in Summit in two weeks. But, uh, boy, there's, there's lo- there was a lot of joy in Summit as they got their first win. Philip, you talk about um, uh, the, the Mississippi Delta taking advantage of the, the turnovers last week and that, that surprising victory. You take a look at this lineup, and they've got a lot of, lot of veterans, a lot of sophomores on this team, and, and that's what you expect to see out of your, your veteran players is to take advantage of short fields, take advantage of uh, opportunities uh, that they have when, when turnovers are forced. Yeah, and I think the way they held their composure on the road as well speaks to uh, some experience that they've had. They took some lumps last year, went 0-4. They only got four games out of the six-game schedule in last year because of COVID. The captains are at the uh, M-Delta logo painted on the middle of this grass field, and uh, the Warriors have uh, a couple of captains down there. It looks Paul watches uh, the results for me here. It looks like uh, Drake Carroll and checking out who the can't quite see who the other captain is. Drake Carroll and Keyshawn Keyshawn Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Uh, uh, Philip, the uh, let's see, the coin toss was held. Looks like Delta uh, won the coin toss and has deferred to the second half. Okay, so then we're going to see the Warriors for the football. I presume, and uh, now the two teams are set to run out on the field. The Warriors are in white helmets, white jerseys with black numerals and black pants tonight. A little more familiar look. We saw black, white, black last week in scuba, but they're white, white, black tonight from head to toe. Looking sharp, as always, and Delta is taking the field. They're in red helmets. Red jerseys with black numerals trimmed in white, and as a someone trying to keep my own numbers, that's a that's a mark against them. That's a demerit <laughs> right there. That's probably two demerits for uh, numbers that may be hard to read. We'll see. If the lights are good, we'll be fine. But uh, red helmets, red jerseys, black pants, red and black of the Trojans, and they have that uh, M on the side with uh, Delta spread across. It's not like a Mississippi State logo that many of many, if not all of us, have seen. And now the teams are on the sideline. The Wall of Sound Band has made the trip from Decatur, so that's going to be fun to hear them tonight as we bring you uh, football under the stars <laughs> and Moorhead, Mississippi, Delta, and East Central. East Central will be receiving the opening kickoff, and they'll be moving it. Left to right, Larry Wilson is back in deep receiving formation and uh, checking out uh, Corey Goldwine and Desmond Williams back there as well for the kickoff, which will come off the toe of Mason Caldwell, a freshman out of Lake Charles, Louisiana. We've got East Mississippi Community College football coming to you now on the uh, the ECCC Sports Network. So now the ball's teed up, and Caldwell 
is ready, almost ready. The clock set 15 minutes. Warriors are in position. And here we go. No better place to be than at a Mississippi Juco football game on Thursday night. And here we go. End over end kick. Going to be taken around the 12-yard line by Wilson. They'll do the little handoff maneuver, get it to Desmond Williams. He'll dodge one man, make somebody miss, head up the middle of the field across the 30 to the 32-yard line, and that's going to give EC some nice field position to start out the evening. Philip, that misdirection on the kickoff has is, is had so much success uh, for the Warriors. Yeah, and even if you see it on film, it doesn't help you because there's some options there. That's and, right. And uh, Wilson hands it off, and then the man he hands it off to has his back to the defenders, and he's, he counted probably the two or three before handing it off. And, and there's just so much movement. I mean, yeah. there's, there's three or four uh, Warriors running around right there, and you just having to have kind of guess who's got the ball. Caleb Partnick, quarterback, takes a high snap out of the pistol formation, will give the ball to Larry Wilson, and he is slung down hard to the turf to trade by Trey Norwood. Batesville, Mississippi, picks up two yards, second and eight. Philip, it's going to be exciting to see how Caleb Parton does tonight at the helm. Takes a snap on second down. Play action. Going to throw it over the middle. Got a man reaching out, but unable to get to it is number 13, Tay Sims. Sims was down at the Delta 40, and was in man coverage, but had some space, but the ball was placed just a little outside his grasp, third and eight now for EC. That's right. He got a uh, step on Jacobian Eichelberger, the cornerback uh, for uh, the Trojans out of Altamire, Arkansas. Can't tell you where that is. <laughs> All right, third and eight. Ball right about the middle of the field. They've got to get to the 41 for a... First down, and now it's going to be five yards further back as um, somebody left early. Looks like Alex Hinton, the tight end, left a little early. you got to give him credit for a, a fast start off the line of scrimmage, but unfortunately it looks all the looks so much faster when nobody else is moving. And he's going to head to the sidelines. A different personnel package will come in here on third and 13. And for this down, the Warriors uh, huddle up. Barton looks to the sidelines for the signals like we saw last week, but on uh, first and second down, they came to the line. Uh, they probably had the play called and scripted it at that point, but now you're in a third and long, and you may uh, go to a different playbook. But one wide receiver to the left, two to the right, and an H back in. Play action, slant, open, Hilbert caught it at the 40 and is knocked down on the hip at the 46-yard line, and that's going to be a nice gain first down. Good for 18 yards, and the Warriors moved the chain, something they had trouble doing last week. That's You know, Parton showed a lot of composure there in the pocket, found uh, the receiver running across the middle, and there's our first third down conversion of the season, Philip. Hit it in stride. A flag comes down just as the teams are getting to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be, uh, I think they had 12 men out there, the Warriors did, and so that's going to push them back five yards. They'll have to start first and 15, and now... Coach Karcher wants all of them over by the sideline. Nope, let's see. No, they're waving it off. So I guess they, 
There was a majority. No, timeout is the call. Timeout, Warriors. All right, we'll take it with them. We'll be back in 60 seconds. No score first quarter on the EC Sports Network. Are you looking for the affordable option for your college education? Affordable is just one of the attributes our students use to describe East Central Community College Indicator. With tuition among the least expensive in the state and one-third that of four-year public institutions, choosing to attend East Central is a sensible way to save money and chart your future. Applications are being accepted at www.eccc.edu. From the slab to the welcome mat, think Yates Building Supply. If you're building a new home and need a building cost estimate, take your plans and Yates will help you with a budget and can provide you with experienced professionals to install floors, windows, doors, countertops, crown molding, shingles, and more. Whatever you need installed in your home, their experienced service partners will get the job done right and on time. Just remember, think Yates. Yates Building Supply, 406 South Lewis Avenue, Philadelphia. Boswell Media Sports. Well, we've had two plays run since we took the timeout on first down. Larry Wilson got a handoff up the middle, got hit in the backfield, but just bounced right off the hit, stayed on his feet, and got five yards to the uh, Trojan 49. And on second down, they run Wilson again up the middle, and he picks up just one. So third and four now from the Delta 48. Pistol formation. Wilson set behind Parton. Three wide outs in the formation, and he wants to throw. Steps up and just throws it a little bit low and behind Hilbert coming across from the right side on a slant. That'll bring up fourth down. Parton had Hilbert there uh, crossing in the middle, and uh, just pass was just behind him out of the reach of, uh, of, of the receiver. The Warriors pick up one first down, and they'll run out uh, James to punt. Ross James from Flowood, Mississippi. Terrell Coleman standing back at the receiving position at his own 15 for the Trojans. Hopefully the Warriors can pin them deep. James gets the punt away, but whistles blow. There was probably some motion along the front before the snap. There was there was some movement on the left side of the line. It's going to be a false start. Well, it was a nice kick. Looked like it was going inside the 15. They'll have to attempt it again, and they'll move the ball back into East Central Territory at the 47. First possession of the game, 13 minutes exactly to go. Warriors took the opening kickoff, got one first down, and now are punting it away. Give Delta their first opportunity with the ball. James takes the snap, gets the punt away clearly. High driving spiral goes to the 15, caught. And then the momentum takes uh, Coleman out of bounds at about, uh, well, they're going to say fair, maybe they're saying he fair caught it at the 15 because that's where it looks like they're going to mark it. He must have had his hand in the air. Yeah, it will be marked on the left hash at the 15. So we expect to see Paul at quarterback for the Trojans. A Jackson State transfer, Jalen Jones from Henrico, Virginia. Number four. They'll open up with uh, three receivers bunched next to the formation on the left and one split out wide to the right. Shotgun formation, wide receiver on the right hip of Jones. He'll clap once, take the snap, step back to throw. Puts a wobbler over the middle, but it's right into the hands of Lorenzo Perez. Defender fell down, and Perez was at the 30, the 20, the 10. 
And in one play, 85-yard touchdown. They got him isolated, and defender fell. There wasn't a lot of chance there, uh, Phillip. Uh, Michael Coates, Jr., on the coverage, uh, slipped in coverage, uh, leaving a receiver wide open to, to take it to the house. Mason Caldwell will come on to kick the extra point as Mississippi Delta keeps the good times rolling with uh, one play drive going 85 yards. Pass was caught right about the 35-40 yard line. The Warriors blocked the extra point attempt. And that will end that that sequence there. So no good on the extra point. We'll try to identify who blocked it. Uh, when we come back, but uh, 12.39 to go first quarter. Delta leads EC 6 nothing. back in 60 seconds on the EC Sports Network. Byers Furniture in downtown Philadelphia can make your kitchen dreams come true in 2021. Smart refrigerators, dishwashers, ranges, and microwaves make cooking easier and more fun than ever. GE makes large washer tubs and high RPM spin-outs, so doing laundry with a new GE pair is faster than ever. Whether it's your kitchen or laundry room, Byers Furniture and GE are your one-stop shop for all your appliance needs. Byers Furniture, 319 Bird Avenue in downtown Philadelphia, serving you since 1953. South Group Cox Agency has the best lines of coverage for your home, business, and auto, also leading the way in protecting the very essence of who you are. This time of year, identity theft is on the rise. More than 8 million households will be hit in some way this season. South Group Cox Agency prevents hackers from destroying your life with credit monitoring and data protection, even expense reimbursement to cover costs incurred while reclaiming your identity. Get peace of mind now with South Group Cox Agency, Main Street, Carthage. Boswell Media Sports. Back at Moorhead with the Mississippi Delta kickoff. End over end kick. Wilson comes up to the 18. Fakes. Well, they hand it off to Williams again. Williams still dodging guys around the 30. Stays on his feet and finally gets grabbed around the shoulders. Pulled down outside the numbers. Close to the 35. So another good field position situation for uh, the Warriors, but uh, offensively, excuse me, defensively, Paul, uh, rough start. Rough start. Um, during the break, we were able to identify that it was, in fact, Ray Gibson on the uh, block of the extra point attempt by Mason Caldwell. Barton brings the offense out straight from the sideline to the line of scrimmage. One man split to the left, two receivers to the right, and an H-back over there. Corey Goldwire, the running back, they'll run some play action, fling it out to uh, Dickerson, Giannis Dickerson, and a little pattern out in the flat, and he gets run out of bounds on the near sideline after a gain of about three, second and seven. Dickerson with a good play out of the backfield there. He uh, The pass was a little behind him. He was able to get a hand on it, kind of bounce it to himself, and pick up some positive yards there on first down. Terrell Coleman and Jeremiah Johnson forced him out of bounds. In fact, they give him the 38, so second and six, we'll call it. And again, quick pass, right side. Hilbert's got it at the 43 and is able to lean forward to the 45 before he's corralled. Johnson had him around the waist, and then Sumetra Stewart finished him off right at the 45, but that's good enough for a Warrior first down. They needed six, and they got seven on that play. Pistol formation with Goldwire, the running back behind Caleb Parton. 
And they'll hand it to Goldwire this time, and he's going to meet a lot of red jerseys right up the middle, stopped at the line of scrimmage for no gain. Goldwire was met about a yard behind the line of scrimmage, three or four uh, Trojan defenders. Deion Cleef, Perilous, and Marlon Brown led the charge for Delta. Second and 10 now for the Warriors, moving left to right, 11-11 on a ticking clock in the first quarter, and the Warriors already down 6 nothing. Two men to the left, one split to the right. Out of the pistol, he'll hand it left side to Goldwire. He'll try to cut back inside, but be clipped down after a one-yard gain. And again, Marlon Brown making the tackle. Third and nine coming up now. Warriors will bring in Kaiser Booth into the ball game and send him split wide out to the right. Hilbert in the slot to the right. Tay Sims up near the formation on the left from the shotgun. Caleb Parton will roll out, being chased into the sideline, going to have to tuck it and run and just gets sort of chucked out of bounds at the 49-yard line, a pickup of three. That's going to be well short of the first down. They had to get to the Trojan 45. So second possession, like the first, gets a first down, then a punt. Well, Parton was forced out of the pocket there to the near side of the field. I was trying to find someone to, to kind of skirt away from some defenders. Uh, unfortunately, no one there. Uh, and we will see who we have. This time, Jared Van Winkle is going to punt. They, he and uh, James split duties last week. Looks like they're going to have that opportunity again. So a freshman from Pinson, Alabama, stands at his own 34. Step back, kick away, and another nice high kick. Going to hit around the 20, roll toward the end zone. Did the Warriors bat it in, keep it in? There are about three guys diving after the ball back there, and they did. They pin them down inside the one-yard line. Home crowd doesn't like it, but that was just a great effort by special teams. I saw Manny Hillman down there and uh, trying to identify a couple of others that I saw. Looks like uh, 44, Noah Tice was down there. As well, so the Warriors put Delta about as far back as you can be without uh, that ball touching the goal line. Tremendous effort there, Philip, uh, diving across the goal line to swat the ball back into uh, fair play. And uh, like you said, Philip, about uh, as close to the goal line as you can be. Quick, quick uh, scoreboard update: just one score. Hines leads Holmes fourteen-seven, starting the second quarter. Jones stands in his end zone, will hand it off. Running back's got some room on the left side. He breaks one tackle, gets up to the second level, has the first down, and then tumbles at the 15. That was Kelvin Smith, sophomore out of Columbus, taking the taking the the, uh, the handoff there. And Justin James broke him, got him down, but it was a gain of 14. And again, the handoff straight ahead. And fighting for yardage, nice second effort. Gets it up to the 21 for a pickup, uh, to the 20 for a pickup of five. And, again, there's a timeout called. East Central is going to use their second timeout here in the first quarter. 9.20 to go. We're still in the early stages of it. 6 nothing. the score. We'll keep things right here during this timeout. I know, Philip, we've only seen a couple of runs here by the Trojans um, in this first quarter, but the, the, the way that that offensive line is exploding off the ball, they're creating a lot of room up the middle uh, for, for their running back. 
Yeah, Kelvin Smith looked good. Looked good on both those runs, both uh, getting a big hole on the first play and then good second effort on the second play to lead to a second and five. Second possession of the ball game for the Trojans. They set up their first possession after a punt at their own 15 and then got a pass uh, about 20 yards up the field. Pass was called by Lorenzo Perez, and the Warrior defender covering him fell down, and then it was just an 85-yard trot down to the end zone for the touchdown. Ray Gibson got his hand up and blocked the extra point. That's why we're at 6-0, 9 minutes, 20 seconds to play first quarter. Trojans come to the line of scrimmage. We'll put one man, two men out to the left now and two to the right. Shotgun formation for quarterback Jalen Jones, the Virginia sophomore. He will take the snap, drop back to throw, has time, lofts one over the head of the intended receiver, incomplete. He wanted Trevion Miles out along the numbers on the left side, but uh, put it over his head, and Michael Coates was out there in coverage. May have been a little miscommunication there between Jones and Perez. Uh, Perez cut out toward the sideline, but Jones did the ball a little further up the field. Third and five, so a possession play here. Four-man defensive front for EC. Jones has a big frame. He's 6'4", 215. He's bigger than your average Chuco quarterback. Four-man out, split out to the left. He wants to throw in that direction. Got a man open at the 35. Climbing the ladder and bringing it down is Trevion Miles. Ball's down at the 36, and that's a first down. Game of 16. Looks like the Warriors were in a little bit of a zone defense there. Coach kind of floated back toward the center of the field and left, um, was it? Miles. Miles open on the, on the outside. Quickly taking the snap, handing, uh, handing it off. That's, again, the running back uh, we've seen on this drive, Kelvin Smith, and he lowers his shoulder at the 40. On, uh, let's see who that was, Tony Gibson, and drives ahead to the 42 for a pickup of five. Smith had a quick burst to the to the outside there. He initially took that up the middle, but then burst out towards the, the sideline. Second and five for Delta. Jones looks at the Warrior defense, three wide outs, puts three to the right. They get Smith, and this time he's wrapped up in the backfield, did a good job getting something out of that because the Warriors were back there in a hurry. E.D. Ross got back there in a hurry, as did Darian Goodrum. They tackle him at the 40, so a third and short now for Delta. They just need two for the first down. Yeah, I think Ross got there first, but Goodrum really wrapped him up, kept him from, from reaching the sticks. Warriors show some pressure on the edges here. Jones with a hard count, now looks back in the line of scrimmage, still 15 on the play clock. And he looks into the sideline, Coach Cedric Thomas and his staff. The signal's in. One wide receiver to the left, two to the right, and an H-back on the right. And they'll roll Jones in that direction. He's going to run. No, and now he tosses it complete in Warrior territory. And he's, oh, the ball is knocked into the air, grabbed, and the Warriors have it coming down the sidelines with the fumble. I think and that he's... That was Anthony Thomas. Thomas with the recovery. I mean, it's look at what we have here. I mean, it, the, the, the hit knocked the ball out and, and right into the arms of Anthony Thomas, who had the wherewithal to turn and 
get the ball upfield, and, and uh, looks like we're in, in, in plus territory here. They threw the ball outside the numbers on the far side, and it was caught, and I didn't see which warrior came in and put the hit on the receiver, but it knocked he knocked the ball about five yards back up the uh, back up the field and just snatched out of the air by Thomas, and then he returns it to the 37. The Warriors are set up in enemy territory, handoff straight ahead, fighting for yardage is Cortland Harris on first down to the 33, and that's a healthy pickup on first down. We'll call it uh, four, and it's second and six for EC. That's good positive yards on first down with some strong running there, um, churning those legs. Harris will come out of the game, and Wilson will replace him. Pistol formation. They'll roll out. Barton. And he tries to throw it into the short flat to Alex Hinton, but the uh, pass was right at his feet, and there was a lot of pressure both on Parton and a couple of men right on Hinton, right at the 35-yard line. That one probably wouldn't have had any kind of positive gain if they had completed it. Philip, going back to that turnover, I mean, the play had the makings of a big plus play for the Trojans. It uh, looked like uh, uh, that the Jones was going to run the ball and held up the football line of scrimmage and dumped the pass down the field. On third and six, shotgun formation. Caleb Barton looks right, left, pressure coming. Throws in the short flat, grabbed by Wilson, but a good open field tackle made by Sumetra Stewart on Larry Wilson. They threw to Wilson in the flat, and it looked like he had some green in front of him, but he stopped right at the line of scrimmage, so it's going to be fourth and six for the Warriors. Wilson had one man to beat out there, Philip, and if he had, we'd be uh, celebrating a touchdown right now. But good uh, open field tackle. Pistol formation, fourth down and six. Pressure coming up the middle. Good protection for Parton. He's going to throw it deep up the left side. Man's open, and that's caught for a touchdown. Case in. That's six for the Warriors, and they tied the score over the extra point coming up 33 yards from Parton to Sims. Great catch by Sims, but even better throw by Parton, Phillip. That was on the money. Yeah, that one worked so well and so well protected. The pressure uh, from the middle was picked up by the interior of the EC line and just a beautiful spiral up along the numbers on the left side to Tay Sims, who grabbed it right at the goal line. And here comes Jaron Van Winkle to kick the extra point, kicking it. Low snap, the kick is away, and it's good. And guess what? The Warriors are in front, 7-6. to Six Six minutes, six seconds to go first quarter. EC up 7-6. We'll be back with the Warrior kickoff after the 60-second break on the EC Sports Network. It's always important to take care of your pool. Deals can guide you through every season, and it will make your maintenance so easy. They have everything you need and then some. Deals is a year-round full-line pool store, and they keep chemicals and salt in stock. Plus, they always test your water free. From safety covers to water balancing, all seasons are pool season. Deals on the corner of Highway 19 and 16 in Philadelphia. It's nice to know someone is there to help you succeed in your educational goals. At East Central Community College in Decatur, our students are our family. And we not only know you by name, but we want the very best for your future. Outstanding faculty, along with an academic support team willing to go above and beyond, make the difference. Applications are now being accepted at eccc.edu. Boswell Media Sports. 
The EC kickoff coming up now after they have answered Delta score with a touchdown of their own, and they added the point after successfully. Lead it 7-6, to six, six minutes, six seconds to go. Caleb Parton throws his first touchdown pass of his East Central career, and Tay Sims out of Morton, Mississippi, gets his first catch as a Warrior, and it's a 33-yard score. Like you said, Philip, everything on that play was done beautifully. Great protection, great pass, great catch. Turned into six. Jaron Van Weekle comes forward, kicks a short end over end kick, will be taken at the 12. Coleman will get the seam up the middle, come to the 40, and then be dragged down about the 44 yard line. Reaching out, grabbing him was Aljure Arnold. Right. That one could have been uh, could have been the Delta Band getting, getting it, the it fight already there. there. And, and credit Sumitra Stewart with a tremendous block to open up the way uh, for the return there. They'll mark it at the 43-yard line. But one more comment about that scoring drive for EC Paul. Uh, one thing we've got to note: it was set up by a turnover, a big defensive play. You got to be opportunistic and take advantage of, of what you are presented with. The Warriors did that once last week against EMCC, but uh, it's good to see him do it here early. So here we go. Four wideouts in the formation. Jones claps twice, takes the snap, will drop back to throw. Has all the time in the world. Flag comes in, and the pass into Warrior territory is tipped away by Anthony Thomas, who just reached and got the ball when he was at his highest point. There was a receiver back there along the sidelines. I think it was Trevion Miles. Phillip, that's going to be a hold on 52. Jimmy Brown, uh, no doubt what the call is going to be. He had, uh, I couldn't tell who it was that was coming through the line, uh, but had him around the neck. Well, that's why Jones had all the time in the world. <laughs> it's a lot easier when your line's holding for you. It's right about the time I said that, uh, the referee pulled the flag out of his pocket. Ball is marched back to the 33, first and 20 now for Delta. Warriors lead at 7-6 in the opening quarter. They'll put five wideouts into the formation. Jones will take a belt-high snap, throw a little tunnel screen underneath, pass caught by Perez. He's going to get up to the original line of scrimmage and then about one or two more. Pickup of 11 to the 44, and it's second and nine. Anthony Thomas on the tackle there. Now, three wideouts, one to the left, two to the right, pistol formation. Jones will take the snap, will keep it on an option read, and E.D. Ross chases him down. Anthony Thomas helps finish off the play up at the 48, a pickup of four. That's going to leave Delta with third and about five. They need to get to the, excuse me, to the EC 47. That was a designed quarterback run all the way, and Ross played it well, tracked him down, and, and prevented the big gainer. Third down and five from their own 47. Two by two wideouts. Pistol formation in the backfield. Jalen Jones, play action. Throws right at the sticks, and the pass is caught for the first down at the Warrior 46. They got exactly what they needed, and that looks like uh, Raheem Fairley on the reception. It's right there with Desmond Williams. It's not close enough. And a good pass by Jones. 
First down from the Warrior 46. They're ready to snap it again. Moving with some tempo here in the late part of the first quarter. Jones will roll out to his left, square his shoulders, throw complete. Pass caught, going inside the 30-yard line again is Fairley. And that time, Michael Coates Jr., Tory Mulkey were getting in there to knock him down, but that's a gain of 15 in a first down. That's the second time Jones has taken advantage of the zone defense and just dropped it in over the linebacker and in front of the defensive back. Ball on the left hash, and they'll send three wide outs to the right side, the wide side of the formation, and put a tight end on the left. They'll send uh, Kendrick Thompson the running back in motion, but now eating up in the backfield with a sack. Jones goes down. We'll see who it was. I think it's E.D. Ross. Getting back there, the middle linebacker, getting right up the middle and uh, just didn't give Jones much time to get his eyes downfield. That was Ross with the sack, and then there were two or three Warriors in the backfield. I believe Rish Offer had made it back there. There was good, uh, good, good pursuit uh, by the D-line. Ryan Kimball comes into the game for Ross on second and 14, loss of four on the sack. Five wideouts in the formation here. Jones will set his feet, throw. Ball tipped once, twice over the middle, incomplete. It was tipped by two different Trojans. They wanted Miles coming short at about the 25, and he tipped it. And then there was another receiver, Ladarius Moore, who was back uh, about 10 yards deeper, and he got a hand. That's right, and I, I believe it hadn't been tipped in the front. I think Moore would have pulled, pulled that in because he was open deeper down the field. Third and long for Delta. They'll ship some personnel around. They'll get Lorenzo Perez back in the game. He's got a touchdown pass already, 3.06 to go in the first quarter. Trio of wideouts to the right. Jones will direct some traffic. Now call for the snap. Set his feet in the pocket. Throws over the middle into a crowd. Incomplete. Michael Coates got his hand up there and deflected the ball back into the end zone. Looks like they wanted Perez again, but the Warriors had that one well covered. Well, when the Warriors are bringing pressure, it's putting it's putting. Um, uh, Jones on his heels and making him uh, force some throws, and, and it, it really has uh, been successful for the defense when they bring pressure. Fourth down from the 34-yard line, and Delta's going to choose to punt on fourth down and very, very long. Too long to kick a field goal. And the kick is away. It's going to drop down at about the five, and it's going to get into the end zone just ahead of a diving Braxton Blackwell, the long snapper. So the Warriors will get it at the 20, leading 7-6, 2.53 to play first quarter. Thanks for joining us tonight on the East Central Sports Network. We're going to be at home next week at Bailey Stadium in Decatur. Got a tough, nationally ranked Jones College Bobcat Club coming in. You'll want to be there next Thursday night for a 6.30 kickoff. We'll be on the air at 6 with Warrior pregame. Yeah, uh, Jones College creeping into the NJCAA top 15 with the 15 ranking this week. Ball will be moved over over to the left hash, and that's where Caleb Parton, the freshman from Flowood, will lead his offense. Last time out, they got a short field and got a touchdown out of it. On first down, he'll hand off to Wilson, who's hitting the backfield. He'll lose a yard trying to see who that who that was who got him, I think that was, again, Marlon Brown. He's 
He's out of Yazoo County High School, and he's been a terror in this first quarter. Second down, 11 from their own 19. Kaiser Booth into the game. Hilbert in the slot to the right. Booth wide on that side, and Sims on the other side from the pistol. Handoff will go to Wilson, and he is swarmed over. Will lose yardage again. This time, I think he'll lose two in the backfield to the 17. Looks like Sedante Myers for the Trojans getting back there, making some contact in the backfield. Um, well, the tackle that's a loss. Interior handoff, just uh, not getting it done on this drive. Now third and 13 from their own 17. We go under two minutes in the first quarter. Four, three wide outs in the formation, and out is a flag. And uh, both sides are, players from both sides are clapping. So someone's going to be disappointed. Coach Ken Carter's out talking to the linesman. The initial call from the linesman is false start on the Warriors. We'll see what the what the consensus is after the huddle. Yeah, it looks like they've already moved the the uh, down marker back five yards. And the head official has yet to give a signal. He will indeed signal illegal procedure, except he'll point to Delta, which I don't think he meant to do. Well, now they've well, moved. Now they've moved. No, nope, they are. He was correct. So something illegal there. That may have been calling out the snap or something like that. Uh, calling out well, uh, a fake snap count. That's right, Philip. And, and as soon as the flag was dropped, Parton was immediately yeah. in the in the the, the referee's yeah. ears, and he uh, was pointing. And the pointing. Yeah. yeah. So someone may have been simulating the snap count there, and that's illegal. So now third and eight from the twenty-two. Warriors get a little bit of better situation here. It'll be a handoff straight ahead. Wilson breaks the tackle, has the first down at the 30, and then lunges to the 35 as he was grabbed around the ankles there by Vernon Davis. But a nice seven-yard gain, and that gives, excuse me, a, a 12-yard gain gives the Warriors a first down. And he earned that, Philip. I mean, there was a couple of nice jump, jump cuts. High snap on first down. Pardon Rolls out of the pocket to the right. He's got a man open. Sims at the 45. He makes the catch. Going hard into the sideline at the Trojan 43. And that's another first down. Pick up of, pick up of 22. And the chains move again. Uh, Parton uh, forced out of the pocket with some pressure from the far side. Uh, really did a good job scrambling and finding the open man downfield. Parton on first down under pressure. Throws it in the vicinity of Larry Wilson, but he was unloading that ball under duress. Had a couple of men coming at him. I think they were bringing a corner blitz in there. Looked like Kevin Green coming in hard along with one of the linebackers. I think it was 32, Deoncle Perilous. Second and 10 for EC. 52 seconds to go in the quarter. But once again... In enemy territory. Booth split out wide to the left. Sims in the slot. Hand off Wilson. And he is stacked up at the line of scrimmage and driven back. And that's Brown again. Boy, is he a tackling machine out there from middle linebacker position. No gain, third and ten. Damari and Edwards, the linebacker, also in on that, that tackle for the Trojans. Third down, ten. 
EC needs to get to the Delta 33 for the first. Two, two wide outs to the left, one to the right. Martin under pressure, throws underneath to Wilson. He catches it, but way behind the line of scrimmage and then gets knocked down hard immediately by Sedante Myers from Grenada. And he's feeling it right now, and that was a loss of five yards on the play. They were trying to set up something in the flat. And that'll be the end of the first quarter. East Central leads Mississippi Delta 7-6 after 15 minutes of play. We'll be back with the start of the second quarter after this 60-second break. You're and listening to Shelby General, nothing is more important serving our community. We offer two local clinics for family care, Neshoba Medical Associates and Neshoba Urgent Care, family medicine, and also our general surgery clinic. We also have clinics staffed with nurse practitioners in our local public schools. Our Wellness Works program helps area businesses promote wellness among their employees by providing screening, vaccines, exams, physicals, and injury treatment. Neshoba General wants to be your local health care partner. We are always prepared to care. East Central Community College Indicator is number one in Mississippi. Again, for the fourth straight year and six out of the last eight, students who transfer from East Central to one of the state's eight public four-year institutions earn the highest grade point average at baccalaureate graduation among all 15 community colleges in Mississippi. To find out more about how you can be a student at East Central, visit www.eccc.edu or schedule your campus visit by calling 877-GO-TO-ECCC. Boswell Media Sports. From the rooftop of the press box at Jim Randall Stadium, Bill Palmtree and Paul Williams. And uh, we've got fourth down punt coming up here after this punt. We're going to toss it to Paul for a max scoreboard update. Warriors punting from their, from the Trojan 49. Ross James gets the punt away. They're going to Everybody's going to clear out of the way. It's going to hit along the far side inside the 15, take a nice Warrior roll in the neighborhood of the five. So good good job by the Warriors special teams once again. Paul James has, has just been tremendous punting. That's, uh, I think he had three inside the 20 last week, and that's his second to be down inside the 20 tonight. A uh, couple of quick scoring updates, Philip. We've got uh, uh, Jones College leading Northwest in the second quarter. Uh, East Mississippi uh, is up 7 nothing over Southwest. East Central, that's us. Uh, Pearl River at Cohoma. Pearl River's up 7 nothing in the second quarter. Mississippi Gulf Coast, 12-10 at Northeast in the second quarter. And let's see, we've got Colin and Itawamba. Itawamba leading at the half, 7 nothing. And we've also got, let's see, Hines is up 21-14 over Holmes at the half. Jalen Jones will... Bring his squad to the line of scrimmage from their own five. They'll want to throw. Got a man open through it a little bit behind him. They're going to say he caught it. I wasn't sure he caught it up at the 17, but they are going to give Raheem Fairley the catch. He had to go down and catch it, but I thought he may have trapped it against his left hip. I thought he did, too, Philip. It looked like the ground certainly helped him uh, bring that one in. Gain of 12 and a first down. And the Trojans get to the line quickly. Two wide outs to the left, one to the right. H-back set on that side. Jones will give it to the running back. First man through, coming up there through is Kelvin Smith, and he uh, gets about one, and then a late flag comes in. Looks like going to be face mask against the Warriors. Somebody got their hand on the face mask. We do not have, uh, as best I can tell, a mic 
official here tonight, so we're not going to hear the numbers called if we don't uh, see it happen. <laughs> it's just going to be somebody. Well, you kind of suspected that that was going to be the call. The flag was a little far downfield to be holding, and somebody apparently grabbed grabbed a mask. Ball marched up to the 33-yard line. Right hash, start of the second quarter here. East Central leads 7-6 in Moorhead. Three wideouts to the left, one to the right. And an option read, keeper by Jones. He's going to go up the middle, and then DeAndre Fox is going to stand him up at about the 38 after a pickup of about four and a half, maybe five yards. Ryan uh, Whitfield also in there helping to make the tackle. Philip, you you know when Jalen Jones uh, takes off running. That's a that's a that's a big body moving up the field, and um, Fox made a good play to stop him. Second down and five. Same formation. They just moved the the running back to the left side, and a quick throw to the right, incomplete. A little high and off the hands of Perez into the near sideline, out of bounds. Desmond Williams had good coverage out there on the outside. I think even if it had been completed, he wasn't wasn't getting much uh, yards after the catch. Warrior defense with a possession play opportunity here. They're going to bring creep the linebackers in and even bring uh, moving outside um, linebacker up. As Jones takes a snap, rolls to his left, sets up. Now he's in trouble. Alford can't bring him down. He's taken off to the right, but he's going to be corralled, escorted out of bounds by Keyshawn Johnson. He'll get credit for the sack back to the 35, and that's a loss of three. And more importantly, that brings up fourth down. Say credit Rich Alford for, for disrupting the play. Uh, he's been in the backfield several times tonight, Phil. The Warriors get their second sack of the evening. And that will force a punt. Kaiser Booth will stand at his own 25 to await the punt from the unknown punter. As far as uh, I can tell on my roster, he's got a number that looks like it's up in the 90s, and I don't see a a punter on my roster. The youngster takes the kick. I mean, takes the punt, kicks uh, the snap, kicks it away, hits it to the 35, and it'll take a nice delta roll down to the 22-yard line. And it will be down there by Joshua Everett. Thirteen twenty-eight to play in the first, in the first half, and our score remains East Central seven and Mississippi Delta six. The Trojans struck first, got an eighty-five-yard touchdown pass on their first play from scrimmage after taking a Warrior punt inside the twenty. But the Warriors took advantage of a turnover, a fumble recovery by. Anthony Thomas, that he returned to the 37, and the Warriors got a 33-yard touchdown pass from Caleb Parton to Tay Sims. The difference in the ball game is the extra point. Credit the unknown punter with a 43-yard punt there, Phil. 7-6 the score. We're going to have to name him uh, next time he comes out. Handoff goes to Wilson, and he's hit right away. And we can no, excuse him. me, that's uh, Goldwire. He gets one yard up to the 23. We could call him Hunter, Hunter the punter. Okay, good. I was I was going to think of some local, uh, thinking of who's famous from around here, and B.B. King had already come to my mind. So we'll have to play rock, paper, scissors during the timeout for that. Second and nine. Play action. They throw a little Houston screen. Back to Simpson. He gets around the corner. He's up to the 40, to the 50. One man with an angle on him, and they'll force him out of bounds inside the 30. In fact, uh, Sims had already taken a step out of bounds when 
the uh, DB lowered the shoulder on him, but no flag thrown in. I think that was Symmetra Stewart coming in to save the touchdown. Yeah, he had taken a good step, step and a half out of bounds before he got hit, Philip. So from the 27 to the uh, Trojan 33, that's 45 yards on first down. Quickly, snap comes in, short pass taken out on the left side by Stephen Turner, 5'10", freshman out of Columbus. He makes his first catch of his East Central career and picks up yardage, uh, good yardage down to the 26-yard line. That's a gain of seven. Phyllis, that may have been Eric Short on the reception okay. here. 89 instead of 88. I think you're correct. Barton will, str- will roll out to the right. He's going to now take off with the sticks, avoid one man, <laughs> and then get hit pretty hard right at the far boundary. But uh, all legal. Well, Philip uh, Parton, six foot one seventy five, uh, made a wise move by stopping in his tracks and letting the, the larger defender run by him and not take the take the hit. And then, but still, he had Marlon Brown running him down, and that's uh, a lick you're going to feel. But he picks up the first down with his legs. First down, Warriors at the twenty three. It looks like the chain gang is having some trouble uh, getting position. No, it's going to be timeout Mississippi Delta. We'll take it with them with 11.56 to go in the second quarter, and the Warriors up 7-6. Back after this with more Warrior football from Boswell Media Sports. Did you know adults spend over 2,900 hours a year sleeping? If you're in need of a good night of rest, come see us at Byers Furniture for a new mattress set by Ashley, Seeley, or Tempur-Pedic. Whether you're looking for inner spring, hybrid, or all-memory foam, Byers Furniture has them all. Twin, full, queen, and king, all in stock and ready to deliver. Give yourself the gift of rest this year, and you will not regret it. Come see us today at Byers Furniture and let us help you get your best night of sleep with a great new mattress set. Byers Furniture, 319 Bird Avenue in Philadelphia. South Group Cox Agency has the best lines of coverage for your home, business, and auto, also leading the way in protecting the very essence of who you are. This time of year, identity theft is on the rise. More than 8 million households will be hit in some way this season. South Group Cox Agency prevents hackers from destroying your life with credit monitoring and data protection, even expense reimbursement to cover costs incurred while reclaiming your identity. Get peace of mind now with South Group Cox Agency, Main Street, Carthage. Boswell Media Sports. 11.56 to play in the first half. Trojans once again in Delta Territory leading 7-6. First down and 10 from the Delta 23. On play action, Parton will throw it deep over the middle. Got a man open and it's Kaiser Booth. He pulls it in the end zone. That's 6-4 the Warriors. Touchdown, Parton to Booth for 23 yards. Another great pass by Parton. Uh, Booth had to climb the ladder, but was able to get up there, make the catch, bring it down, secure it. Touchdown, Warriors. Jaron Van Winkle comes on to kick the point after, and you got to like the way Caleb Parton's putting the ball in the air tonight. He seems comfortable back there, Phillip. He looks good. He's settling in, uh, making good decisions, and most importantly, he's getting some time to throw the ball. Van Winkle kicks the extra point through out of the hold of Ross James and with 11.48 to go in the half it's EC 14 and Mississippi Delta 6 back in 60 seconds with a Warrior kickoff as East Central football continues. 
It's always important to take care of your pool. Eels can guide you through every season, and it will make your maintenance so easy. They have everything you need and then some. Eels is a year-round full-line pool store, and they keep chemicals and salt in stock. Plus, they always test your water free. From safety covers to water balancing, all seasons are pool season. Deals on the corner of Highway 19 and 16 in Philadelphia. Are you looking for the affordable option for your college education? Affordable is just one of the attributes our students use to describe East Central Community College Indicator. With tuition among the least expensive in the state and one-third that of four-year public institutions, choosing to attend East Central is a sensible way to save money and chart your future. Applications are being accepted at www.eccc.edu. Boswell Media Sports. Jaron Van Weekle is about to kick off for East Central, kicking right to left, early second quarter, and East Central has extended the lead out to 14-6, to thanks to Caleb Parton's second touchdown pass of the night, that time a throw over the middle to Kaiser Booth, 23 yards out, and Booth, who's not the tallest receiver on the roster, uh, really went up high to get it and did a good job getting both hands on it and bringing it in for the score. All right, Van Winkle, come forward, swing that right foot, and he's going to pooch it over to the right side. Let me take it at the 27. Man's going to get hit right away and stacked up just past the 30-yard line. Looks like it'll be the 32 as the starting field position for this possession for uh, Delta. But, Paul, we in the break, we're looking at Parton's stats, and it's looking good early on. They are. We've got uh, through through early here in the second quarter, 10 of 14, 149 yards with two touchdowns. And uh, you can't say enough about the job that this young and, and kind of patchwork offensive line is doing, giving Parton time to throw in the pocket. We'll correct it. The 31 is the place where the ball's set now. But the Warriors went 78 yards on that drive. To extend the lead. Wide out to the left, one to the right. A couple extra tight ends. Handoff goes to Smith, and he's going to push forward and stick his nose in there and find a couple. Looks like uh, Darian Goodrum getting in there on the tackle with uh, Rich Alford. Second down and seven. For the red and black, the Mississippi Delta Trojans playing host to East Central tonight on a gorgeous night in early September. Three wideouts bunched next to the formation. This was the formation they had on the first play where they got the big score. This time they'll hand it off to Smith. He'll break out of one tackle, and then Alford will ride down Smith at the 40, and that's going to be about a yard short of the line to gain for the first. Edie Ross uh, met him in the backfield, but um, wasn't able to secure the tackle. Delta now wants to speed up the tempo, and Jones is just going to come up under center, take the snap, and try to dive ahead. But I think he may be a uh, maybe a little bit short. I think you're right, Philip. I think that that, that he might have been a little bit too too far away from the stick to yeah. try the old uh, big quarterback sneak. Big Ray Gibson and Darian Goodrum, the interior of the Warrior defensive front, stop him, and sure enough, it is fourth down and what's got to be no more than six inches. And this is the situation that you would expect to see that quarterback sneak from. Now they'll come out and measure. 
But, yeah, quarterback as big as Jalen Jones uh, should be able to just fall into the line and uh, push forward for a first down. And he, But he came up a little short that time. They'll extend the chains, and he is about six inches short. I, even from that distance, I, can, I got it. Oh, those eyes are working tonight, Philip. 10.33 to go in the quarter. What's been a slow-moving second quarter? East Central 14, Mississippi Delta 6. Warriors trying to get their first win. Some personnel coming on late. Looks, and Delta's going to need to call timeout in this situation. They had all kind of they had a fire drill going on out there. And uh, Coach Thomas wants timeout. We'll take a 30-second break. Make sure you don't miss the uh, fourth down play. So we'll be back in 30 seconds along the EC Sports Network. At Neshoba General, nothing is more important than serving our community. We offer two local clinics for family care, Neshoba Medical Associates and Neshoba Urgent Care, family medicine, and also our general surgery clinic. We also have clinics staffed with nurse practitioners in our local public schools. Our Wellness Works program helps area businesses promote wellness among their employees by providing screening, vaccines, exams, physicals, and injury treatment. Neshoba General wants to be your local health care partner. We are always prepared to care. Boswell Media Sports. Welcome back to Moorhead. Welcome back to the most southern place on earth, the Mississippi Delta. <laughs> Birthplace of America's music, all that stuff. The Chamber of Commerce can tell you, and uh, it's all true. I'm waiting on somebody to deliver some hot tamales up here. Ooh. Wouldn't that be good? It would. All right, fourth and inches. Pistol formation. Now Jones will get under center real quick. He'll just try to burrow his way forward, but he stood up. Will the second effort get him forward? I think it will. Boy, he did not have it on the first lunge into the line, but he kept his feet under him and then uh, sort of slithered over to the left and picked up the first down to the 42. Just credit uh, credit Ray Gibson and Darian Goodrum in there with the tackle, but it's a fresh set of downs for Delta. That's the benefit of, of Jalen in, in that frame, that size. He can just get that second effort. He didn't have to go far. And the Trojans will overload on the left. Two wide outs, a tight end, and an H-back, and the running back to the left. Jones will look into the sideline. Just four on the play clock. They'll have to get it off quickly, and they do. Handoff goes to Smith, and he's met by Darian Goodrum and driven back. No gain on the play. Darian Goodrum stood uh, Kelvin Smith up about a yard behind the line of scrimmage. I think he was able to get uh, forward progress to the line of scrimmage, but uh, Darian Goodrum hit him hard. Yes, he did. Good play by the sophomore from Watkinsville, Georgia. I thought that the, the spot was a tad generous. Second and ten, same formation, overloaded to the left. This time they'll fake it to the back. Jones looking to pass, but nowhere to go, and he's going to go down. He'll just lower his head and try to get to the line of scrimmage, and he can before E.D. Ross grabbed him around the waist, pulled him down for no gain. In fact, they'll uh, credit him with a sack. That's a minus one back to the 41, third sack of the night for the Warriors. That's a coverage sack there, Phillip. Uh, Jones was looking downfield, no one open, secondary and great coverage. Uh, tried to scramble, got sacked. Third down, 11 from the 41. Three wide out split to the left, which is the wide side of the field. He'll put his running back in motion in that direction as well. Will Jones takes the snap, looking to his left, 
Throws, got a man open at the 42. He juggles it. Hey! Anthony Thomas pulls it down at the 40. Was he in bounds is the question. The officials are discussing it over on the far sideline. They're going to say an incomplete pass. Ball was thrown in the neighborhood of the 40. And the wide receiver was juggling it all the way. I think that was Miles. And then uh, Thomas came in there and said, hey, if you don't want it, I'll take it. But then he was apparently not in bounds when he got control of the tip ball. Jones once again trying to exploit that, that zone coverage, and he's done a good job of dropping it in the middle, just behind the linebackers, in front of the defensive backs. Uh, Miles, I believe is who it was, couldn't hang on to the ball, and, and we can't see the other side of the field from here uh, close up, Philip. but uh, it was exciting. Certainly looked like it was going to be a turnover. Instead, it'll be fourth down, a punt. B.B. King back to punt. At least call him that for this half. There we go. And he'll get it away, a high kick, but rather short, going to hit uh, along the 30 and take a nice roll inside, just a step inside the 20-yard line, and the ball will die there with 8.14 to go in the second quarter. East Central 14 and Mississippi Delta 6 is the score. BB's uh, punts haven't traveled very far in the air, but he has had very generous bounces and rolls. Warriors scored the last time they had the ball. And Caleb Parton will lead the offense back onto the field. They do have Parkerson at left tackle. And it looks like Raiden, uh, Raiden Williams is playing at right tackle here. Should have checked that earlier. Pistol formation on first down, handoff Wilson, and he'll be wrapped up before he can get past the 20-yard line, no gain on the play. Jamarian Edwards, linebacker for the Trojans, ran a long way from the near side, uh, chased. Um, let's see, who was that, Philip? Was that, um, couldn't yeah, that was, was that Larry Wilson? That was Larry Wilson on the carry. Giannis Dickerson in the ball game as an H-back on the left side, a wide receiver to each side, and a tight end hitting on the right. Quick throw from Parton, complete at the 25, and knocked down right there is John Hilbert. So pick up a five. Well, they'll even say he didn't reach the 25. They'll call it a gain of four. And it's third and six for EC as we hit the midway point of the second quarter. I don't, the clock had stopped for a moment for some unexplained reason. Now it's running again. Sometimes when we do games uh, in the same room with those guys, sometimes we say that and it kind of gets their attention. <laughs> Third down, handoff to Williams and he, uh, Wilson, excuse me, and he stretches for the 30-yard line, but is going to come up about a yard short. As uh, uh, they're going to fact, he came up two yards short. Did he fumble it? What's going on here? No, it's going to be fourth down and a punt. Yeah, I think there was some uh, maybe some lobbying for a, a late flag there by the Trojan uh, defenders. You know, somebody hit somebody after the whistle. Yeah, that will send Jaron Van Winkle back in punt formation at the thirteen. So the Trojans should expect some good field position out of this one on the exchange of punts. But in the air, going to hit at the forty, but take a bounce in the Trojans direction it'll be grabbed at the 44 by Noah Tice and downed right there 
that's the kind of backspin you'd like to see on your short irons, Philip, not necessarily on your punts. Yeah, that's the one, that's the bounce you need when you're punting inside the 10, but you don't want it at midfield. So 44 yard line, the starting position for the Trojans is about where their previous drive ended. Jalen Jones, the sophomore from Henrico, Virginia, has gone all the way at quarterback for Mississippi Delta. They won 31-6 to last week at Pearl River. Six and a half minutes to play before halftime. Send a man in motion behind the quarterback. Play action. Pressure sends Jones to his right. Throws it deep up the field, and there's going to be a flag as the ball's knocked away at the 15 pass. Long way up the field. They wanted Ladarius Moore. And Desmond Williams was there with him, but it looks like some contact before the ball arrived. No, excuse me, that was Michael Coach Jr. Yeah, there was definitely some hand fighting going on. Not a lot of contact, but certainly enough that the flag could be thrown. Uh, Credit Ray Gibson putting pressure on Jones there, forcing him out of the pocket. But the 15-yard penalty will put the ball into East Central Territory, right in the middle of the field at the 41. First down for Mississippi Delta. Jones looks into the sideline for the play call. Send one wide out to the left, three to the right. The running back set on his right hip is Kendrick Thompson. Belt high snap, quick throw left side, complete. Levy's got uh, Moore out there, and he's tackled at the 35 by Desmond Williams and Justin James. Second down and and five. Warriors brought Keyshawn Johnson on a blitz. Uh, Jones able to make a quick throw on target, pick up a few. Three wide receivers bunched to the formation on the right side. One man split to the left. Hand it off. Thompson, I believe, is the ball carrier, and he'll... Pick up a couple, get across the 35, down to the 34, and look like Anthony Thomas was in there on the tackle. Warriors' D-line was able to penetrate pretty well, but they kind of overran the running back there and left some room for him to pick up a couple of yards. And Delta will send in some few different linemen. Looks like they've got that uh, personnel shuffle again a little bit crazy on third and four. They need to get just shy of the East Central 30 for the first down. Pistol formation. They will choose to run it. And Thompson blazes up the middle, barrels ahead for the first down to the 26. Nice game and a first down. Thompson, freshman of Vicksburg. We haven't seen him a lot tonight, but he looks good. Quick throw on first down, complete to the slot man on the right side, fairly and he'll get inside the 20 and be run out of bounds by Tory Mulkey at the 17. That's going to be very close to a first down. Looks like he's just short, Philip. Call it a nine-yard gain, and already they hand it off to Thompson. He's going to come around the right side, get hit, but get the first down as E.D. Ross hit him but uh, drove him into the 15-yard line, and then that should be the first down. Trojans have picked up the pace on this drive, and uh, you, you kind of see now lays on some hips. Flag has come in now, just as you were talking. Let's see, the officials talked over there on the far side and decided there was something that was wrong. 
and legal gonna, substitution. Legal substitution against East Central. Now, you know, the, that will definitely uh, mean a first down if they take the penalty. That's right. And I think I would think they would. Well, and and the way we've seen the Trojans kind of frantically run around in these uh, changing packages, it's surprising to me that that call goes against the Warriors. Yeah. The Warriors must have had 12 on the field. They didn't have their personnel package all uh, buttoned up there. Well, when the when the when the Trojans change the personnel, it almost looks like somebody's ringing the dinner bell on the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> all right, ball on the left hash looks like it's going to be spotted at the 12. First and ten for the home team handoff, and then hit in the backfield is Thompson, and there was uh, there was a Gibson. Tony yeah. Gibson that time. Big Tony Just Gibson. Barely him up. Yeah. Right at the line of no back. They mark it a yard back. Loss of one. Tackle for loss for Tony Gibson. The freshman out of Church Point, Louisiana. 14-6. The score. And now there's a timeout call. It's going to be East Central's last timeout of the half. 4-10 to go in the half. We're going to keep it right here with uh, things being in the red zone here. But we want you to stay with us at Warrior Halftime. Going to get to talk to the East Central Athletic Director. Paul Nixon is going to join us, and we'll talk about fall sports at East Central Community College. Remember, next Thursday night, kickoff for the home opener in Decatur at 6.30 against Jones. Warrior pregame starts at 6, kickoff at 6.30. And uh, no... A whole bunch of people uh, around the district will want to be there. If you can't be there, of course, we'll bring it to you. And next week's broadcast will be a video broadcast available at ECCLive.com on the Gold Channel. ECCC Live is your home for home uh, events, sporting events, and even events like graduation and uh, other special events on campus broadcast. Uh, at ECCCLive.com, you can watch soccer, men's and women's soccer, and we're going to talk about soccer with Paul Nixon at halftime. But now back, second and 11. Snap mishandled by Jones, and he throws it when he's hit, and that ball's nearly intercepted at the 10-yard line by diving Ray Gibson. But E.D. Ross and Rish Alford and Keyshawn Johnson were in his face after the bungled snap. Well, and Ryan Whitfield was trying to get off the field. I think, Philip, he, he barely made it off the field before the snap uh, to avoid the, the another personnel penalty. So the play ends up being an incomplete pass, nearly a sack, nearly an interception. Now third down and 11 from the 13. Jones looks in the sideline. Play clock kicks under 10, 4.05 to play in the second quarter. He's got... Three wideouts in the formation. They'll motion a man, but now uh, it'll be timeout for Mississippi Delta. We'll take a 30-second one uh, for Delta's timeout. He was 4.05 to play in the half, and it's still East Central 14 and Delta 6. Back in 30 on Boswell Media Sports. It's nice to know someone is there to help you succeed in your educational goals. At East Central Community College in Decatur, our students are our family. And we not only know you by name, but we want the very best for your future. Outstanding faculty, along with an academic support team willing to go above and beyond, make the difference. Applications are now being accepted at ECCC.edu. Griffiths Motors is to continue to try to make our customers happy. 
During our Jeep Adventure Day sales event, we're going to throw away traditional pricing and load the box with Griffiths discounts and manufacturer rebates. That equals a touchdown of savings for you. So come in today, take a test drive, and find your new Jeep Grand Cherokee, Compass, Cherokee, Renegade, or the go-anywhere, do-anything Jeep Wranglers and Gladiator. Now that's the way the good guys do it at Griffiths Motors. East Central Community College Indicators. Back after the timeout on third and 11. Hit in the backfield, fouling the ball. Keyshawn Johnson made the tackle, picking it up is Rich Alford, and he's going to run it into Trojan territory and be brought down from behind at the 45-yard line. How about that for another big play from the East Central defense? Great play, great pressure, three or four defenders right up the gut, pressuring Jones. Knocked the ball out, and Johnny on the spot. Rish offered there to pick it up and return. Um, or, oof. My math's probably not as good as yours. Okay, so I'm going to guess at 35 yards. It, I'm going to say he picked it up around the 20 or the 25. That's what either I Either 20 say. or 25 yards. But, boy, that flips things around here late in the second quarter and gives Caleb Parton in the offense tremendous field position. At the Delta 45, big hit from Keyshawn Johnson, forcing the fumble on the sack, and then Rich Alford with the return. Caleb Parton on play action on first down, throwing over the middle, but it's going to be overthrown, and that's a good thing in this situation. Kaiser Booth was running down the field with a couple of different Trojan defenders right alongside him, incomplete. Well, the Trojans had good coverage deep. Um, like you said, Philip, it's a good thing that one was overthrown because there were two defenders on Booth uh, who would have been there to to uh, interfere with the pass. And uh, that's a pass that if you underthrow it, uh, more than likely one of those guys is going to be able to adjust, come back to the ball, and that's an, you know, and then you give it back to them. But second and ten, Sam split to the left. Booth and Hilbert to the right. Handoff goes left side to Wilson, who is met just a yard past the line of scrimmage, and he stopped right at the 44 on a big hit out there. Credits to Marion Edwards and uh, Tyler Smith with the big hits on the stop. Third and nine now for the black and gold with under three and a half to play in the second quarter. And they will huddle up here on an important down. You could get a score here before halftime, and uh, it would be tremendous to go up double digits, especially flipping the field on the, the Trojans the way they just did. Barton will take a snap. Play action, throw out to the right, throw it just a little too high for Kaiser Booth along the 20-yard line, just along the numbers. Good play. Uh, had it there, but uh, Parton's pass just a little too high and out of reach. Just off the mark, uh, good play. Like you said, Philip, there was uh, plenty of green grass over there just uh, outside the reach of Kaiser Booth. So Ross James will trot in off the far sideline, and he will punt it away. Terrell Coleman is standing at his own 15, and what you hope you can find here is uh, a, a Ross James punt that would pin them inside the 20 and he will punt it high in the air right side it's going to hit at about the 10 and angle out of bounds inside the five 
How about the three? Is that good? That's that's good. I think they call that the coffin corner. 41 yards on that punt, and that one was just so beautifully angled, and it hit a, inside the 15 and then just went about 45 degrees to the right and out of bounds on the far side. We're a game and a half into the season, and James has now six punts down inside the 20. 14-6 our score. The Warriors are in the lead with two minutes, 52 seconds to go before halftime. So once again, bad field position for the Trojans. That's good for EC. And Jalen Jones will get back there, and he'll looks like he'll get under center right here. He will. And he will hand it off to Smith. And Smith will just have to lower his head and do his best to fight ahead near the five. Looks like uh, E.D. Ross in there. and Perhaps that was Darian Goodrum, number five. Helping with the stop. Excuse me, that was seven, Ray Gibson. He gets, call it a yard and a half. Second and nine, we'll call it. Now back in pistol or shotgun formation. Standing in his own end zone, faking left. Now rolling right. Throw is knocked away at the 17-yard line. Great play on the ball by the Biloxi sophomore, Michael Coates, Jr., knocking the ball away from Fairley. Coverage was very tight in the secondary again there, Phillip. Uh, Jones forced to kind of stare down the receiver. Uh, Coates was able to read his the quarterback's eyes and get in front of that pass, knock it away. Third down and nine from the four-yard line. And Jones will send three wide receivers to his left, put the running back on his right hip now, circle him around in motion to the left. Take the snap, and look at the left, under pressure, throws into no man's land along the 10, incomplete. There were a couple of receivers out there. Look like one of them was uh, Perez, and the other uh, may have been Fairley or Ladarius Moore, but uh, wasn't really within anybody's reach. Well, and, and Edie Ross was came unmolested up the middle. It forced that early throw, an uh, errant pass from Jones. So King will stand back all the way in the back of his own end zone. And Kaiser Booth stands at the Delta 40. Snap back. Pressure coming. Kick away. And it's high in the air. Booth will fair catch it just inside the 40 with two minutes, six seconds to play in the second quarter. And outstanding field position for E.C. Philip, not to repeat what you said a minute ago, but here is another opportunity right before the half with a short field uh, to try to extend that lead. Yeah, and you've, you've got to point to that series right there as something that could be really critical. That Warrior defense did not let them get a first down. Got the three and out, gets the ball back to the offense, and sets them up. Uh, you've got a great opportunity here if you'll execute well. Ball in the right hash. Kaiser Booth split out wide to the right. Hilbert in the slot. H back on that side. Handoff goes to Wilson. He will break it to the outside and is hit once, twice, and go down after a gain of two. And he was just chased down from behind by some good pursuit by the Trojan defense. A little bit of a jersey tackle there. Somebody got a hand on Wilson's uh, jersey and just didn't let go and was able to 
prevent a, a run because initially it looked like Wilson had some room on the outside there, Phillips, to turn it upfield. Second down and eight from the 37 clock, winding down to a minute and a half to play in the half. From the shotgun, Barton will bring Sims in motion. They'll fake it to him. He'll drop back to throw, but there's a flag on the play, I presume, or it's a timeout. Yeah, it's going to be a legal procedure against the Warriors. You don't need to be moving back and backward with uh, under 90 seconds to play. Need that field position, even if you're going to just get it down within the kicking range of Jared Van Winkle. Yeah, there was a lot of movement there, Phillip, in the uh, play call. I think they had Tay Sims running in motion, maybe lining up on the left side of uh, Parton. Uh, I think someone uh, maybe just didn't get set before that snap. Three wide outs in the formation. Wilson, the running back. He'll get the handoff. Break through one tackle to the 40, to the 35. Stays on his feet to the 30 and spun out of bounds. Along the 27, and that's a big run for Larry Wilson to get the first down with a minute 13 and to stop the clock. Similar to the play a moment ago, where it looked like Wilson was going to have plenty of room on the uh, on the near side, and, and, and this time he did uh, was able to avoid uh, the outstretched arms of some of the defensive linemen, uh, Trojan defensive linemen there, pick up the first down. Ball on the left hash at the 27. Hilbert and Sims out to the right. Tied in and an H-back on that side as well. And they'll run play action. Rolling out is Parton. Got a man open inside the five. But, uh, boy, great defense there. Knocking the ball out of the hands of Tay Sims. And that's just so far out. And those black numbers against the red jersey. So hard (laughs) to read. I'm going to say, though, I think that was three. Symmetra Stewart. Well, I'll tell you, Philip. uh, Parton rolled out. There was, uh, who was that? Was that Tay Sims that was running the corner, yeah. corner route there? And uh, he had him open. He came open. I think the throw might have just been a, been a little, little late. late. Um, if he'd have thrown it maybe a second sooner, I think I think we're looking at a completed pass. Uh, second and 10 at the 27. 41 seconds on the clock. Booth will take the little push pass, but. Boy, there's penetration, and just eating that one up is Tyler Smith from Cleveland, Mississippi. The 6'3", 255-pound defensive end just wrecked that play. Set the ball back at the 33, and that's a loss of six. Third is very long. So probably be the last play. And the Warriors, both teams are out of timeouts at this point. The Warriors can just, uh, they can let it run out if they want to, and I think that's what they're going to do. Right. That's what they're going to do. That's going to do it for the first half of play for Moorhead. Our score at the intermission, East Central 14, Mississippi Delta 6. Stay with us for Warrior Halftime. When we come back, we'll talk to Paul Nixon, the athletic director at East Central Community College. We'll also talk about the stats and the story of this first half, and uh, Paul's going to check the max scoreboard for us. All that and more coming up. Don't you go anywhere. We'll be back in two minutes with the start of Warrior Halftime as East Central leads 14-6. Back in two minutes, you're listening to Warrior Football on the EC Sports Network. 
Live in a home designed just for you. Whatever your style, from traditional to mid-century to modern farmhouse, Yates is proud to have interior designers Diane and Deanna with the knowledge and experience to help you coordinate your style. They'll get to know you and how you and your family use your spaces. Yates has you covered every step of the way, whether it's picking the exterior finishes, interior finishes, or furnishings and decor. It's Yates Building Supply, 406 South Lewis Avenue, Philadelphia. At Neshoba General, nothing is more important than serving our community. We offer two local clinics for family care, Neshoba Medical Associates and Neshoba Urgent Care, family medicine, and also our general surgery clinic. We also have clinics staffed with nurse practitioners in our local public schools. Our Wellness Works program helps area businesses promote wellness among their employees by providing screening, vaccines, exams, physicals, and injury treatment. Neshoba General wants to be your local health care partner. We are always prepared to care. Are you looking for the affordable option for your college education? Affordable is just one of the attributes our students use to describe East Central Community College Indicator. With tuition among the least expensive in the state and one-third that of four-year public institutions, choosing to attend East Central is a sensible way to save money and chart your future. Applications are being accepted at www.eccc.edu. South Group Cox Agency has the best lines of coverage for your home, business, and auto, also leading the way in protecting the very essence of who you are. This time of year, identity theft is on the rise. More than 8 million households will be hit in some way this season. South Group Cox Agency prevents hackers from destroying your life with credit monitoring and data protection, even expense reimbursement to cover costs incurred while reclaiming your identity. Get peace of mind now with South Group Cox Agency, Main Street, Carthage. Boswell Media Sports. It's Warrior Halftime from the penthouse suite atop the press box at Jim Randall Stadium in Moorhead, Mississippi Delta Community College hosting East Central tonight. And we are at the intermission. East Central leads it 14-6. to We'll have a statistical look at the first half and look ahead to what the Warriors need to do to hold on to this lead and get their first victory of the season we're going to check the max scoreboard but up next we're going to talk to paul nixon the director of athletics at east central community college and uh paul thanks for joining us this evening hey good to see you tonight philip and you're very kind you uh you brought uh bug spray up here in case we needed it i i did in my thermocell <laughs> all right so you are a man uh prepared for the prepared for the task but uh no, we have been very comfortable up here and uh, been just a lovely night for football and an exciting first half. Uh, certainly, uh, we like like seeing the Warriors up at halftime. But uh, you come here to talk about more than just football. Uh, we want to talk about the entire sports scene here in the fall semester at uh, East Central Community College. And so I'll just open the door wide and let's talk about some of the fall sports. What do you want to lead off with? I bet I know. Well, uh I think I'd be remiss if I didn't start talking about our Lady Warrior soccer team. Not, that's where I was right. They've um, they've achieved a, a, a program high uh, ranking of number two in the nation this week. Um, they've already uh, knocked off two ranked opponents this season. They're four and zero. Have uh, knock on wood yet to give up a goal. Uh, they beat. Uh, I take that back. They gave up one goal when we beat Jones two to one. Um, opened the season with a victory down to Jones, who at the time Jones was, I believe, ranked number three in the country. I believe we were six. 
uh, we've now moved up to number two, just uh, beat Gulf Coast most recently, and um, they were nationally ranked in the teens. Um, and I think that that win propelled them up to that number two spot. So um, really gratifying to see the hard work that uh, those young ladies and Coach Joyner have put into the program, uh, being recognized on the national level. And uh, in addition to the team, uh, Olivia Clark uh, was named the Keeper of the Week uh, for the MAC uh, CC this past uh, this past week. And so uh, really off to a great start. We're excited. Uh, they're going to open division play tomorrow night at home against Northwest. Uh, love to have uh, many Warrior fans who are able to come out to Bailey Stadium. Uh, uh, kickoff will be at 5 p.m. Uh, Lady Warriors will be playing the Northwest uh, Lady Rangers in the first North Division game. So uh, it'll be an exciting, uh, exciting night at the, at the turf. Yeah, you need to get out and uh, see this number two ranked uh, Warriors women's soccer team. Uh, that is a really special group off to an outstanding start. And also, of course, those home games are Usually available for us on ECCCLive.com for those who are too far away. Yes, uh, games will be live streamed. Uh, we have uh, Garrett Mills, a former uh, East Central Warriors soccer player, uh, who will be uh, providing our play-by-play. Um, he's also a um, FCA uh, staff member who's assigned to our campus. So um, we're happy to keep Garrett part of the Warrior family, and, uh, and he'll be on the call for both games. Also, want to mention. Uh, Men's soccer team uh, will also be in action tomorrow night. Uh, their their North Division opener as well against Northwest. Um, new coach uh, Ethan Pascal in his first year, uh, working to you know integrate his system. He brought in a lot of new players. Um, had a few uh, holdovers from last season. A couple of our sophomores came back for a third year, but the overwhelming majority of the team is freshmen and uh, played a very tough schedule early on. And they're looking forward to uh, getting into division play. Yeah, and here it is, um, September. We're about to hit uh, double digits in September. Today's the ninth. Tomorrow's the tenth. So September's already slipping away from us. And then I know uh, there's some fall ball baseball going on as well. Uh, yes, uh, we've got a number of our sports that are going to be uh, uh, beginning some fall play. Uh, our uh, recently restored golf program is going to play in their first tournament this weekend. Uh, so I know they're excited about that, um, get some competition going. Uh, we've got baseball has got four uh, fall play dates. Uh, softball has four as well. Uh, those will be uh, posted on the website. Uh, baseball is home twice and on the road twice. Uh, all four softball's play dates are on the road. Uh, our tennis teams will also be in action this fall um, with some scrimmage matches. Um, they'll be playing in various locations around the around the state. So, you know, about the only teams that aren't in action this fall is, is, is basketball, and they'll be starting their preseason jamborees in October. So, I mean, everybody's going to be playing here in the next yeah. few weeks. Yeah, it's busy now, and it's about to get a whole lot busier. And, and uh, going to have a busy uh, week or week next week with the first home football game ahead, aren't we? Yeah, and we're going to kick off the week uh, with our Meet the Warriors annual event. Uh, we did postpone that um, due to Hurricane Ida. Uh, rolling through so that will actually be monday night uh so any fans that want to come out uh, monday night and um meet the warriors there'll be uh football and men's and women's soccer teams will be introduced and uh we're going to have our uh band play uh while the sound will be playing centralettes and uh, cheerleaders will be performing color guard will be performing uh so it'll be a great night right on the front of campus uh for anyone who's available one monday night and wants to come out 
Uh, and then, as you mentioned, uh, we'll be at home versus uh, versus Jones at Bailey Stadium on Thursday night, 6.30 kickoff. So it'll be good to hopefully hold on to this lead and um, go into that game off a win would be wonderful. I'm just hoping the Warriors can play as well as they did uh, the second half as they did the first, and we'll go home with a W. Yeah, and uh, without getting too deep into game commentary, it's certainly uh, it's encouraging, but I have to say it's it's not shocking to see the improvement from week one to week two because we've got such a great coaching staff, uh, both sides of the ball, and boy, the uh, coach Karcher and the offensive staff have really uh, really helped this group uh, regroup after a tough outing last week against um, some really outstanding talent and just get better, execute. They've had a lot of adversity already in the season with some injuries, but uh, they played an outstanding first half tonight. And, you know, uh, again, we're not here to do uh, football game analysis, but let's do a little coaching analysis. And We've got a great group of coaches with that football staff, don't we? We really do. And and one thing that's been consistent, you know, I was uh, beginning my fourth year as the AD, uh, the team has always made significant improvement from week one to week two. Um, in fact, I'm 99 percent sure uh, we've won week two every season that i've been the ad here uh and uh, again uh, like you said tonight's uh so far is not surprising uh, we expected to see tremendous improvement i'm um, happy to see uh the defense is putting forth another solid showing uh they, they competed very hard last week uh we're put in some very tough situations unfortunately uh and you know led to, led to some easy scores um, by east miss but uh but they play very hard and uh and the offense as you mentioned is looking much smoother tonight uh made a lot of positive yardage plays executed very well and uh give a ton of credit to our our coaches um for keeping the guys focused and getting them ready for tonight and and just hopefully we can carry it through the second half and uh one more thing related both football and other sports that uh, it it feels like old news but after last year's covid year and a shortened football schedule and all of that uh, that went with it. Uh, to me, anyway, and I think to some other people, it still feels like Warrior Hall is kind of new. Uh, I know it opened uh, officially almost 18 months ago, but uh, so much has happened in about the two weeks after uh, Warrior Hall was officially opened that uh, that I think a lot of folks uh, maybe haven't made it back on to, to appreciate it and see it. It's a beautiful facility and a great asset, isn't it? It most certainly is. I mean, it's, it's already made a, a tremendous uh, addition to our, our football program in, in terms of our recruiting efforts. Um, the young men are, you know, are really second to none in our league in terms of uh, their ability to be prepared. Um, we've got great uh, meeting spaces with state-of-the-art technology, coaches' offices, training room facility, uh, the locker room. I mean, everything is top of the line, and our young men are very fortunate um, you know, to have that facility available for this year, a full season. Uh, we're looking for a uh, full set of stands Thursday night. As you mentioned, folks who maybe didn't get a chance to come out last season because of the uh, restrictions that we, we had no choice but to implement. Uh, but, but this season, you know, we're, we're hoping to see a, a packed house of Warrior fans there. And uh, if you haven't seen that uh, beautiful uh, brick building just off the north end zone, uh, we certainly encourage you to come out because uh, it really looks great at the end of our stadium. And, uh, and, and our, our young men and coaching staff, I know, really, really appreciate it. So we hope uh, whether it's women's soccer, men's soccer, or football here in the next uh, couple of weeks that you will come early and come often and, and uh, support the Warrior student-athletes uh, who are doing great things on the pitch, on the field, 
They'll be doing great things on the tennis court, the basketball court, the golf course, uh, and uh, everywhere else, and in the classroom, as I know is important to uh, to our coaches as well. As every when I talk to them about the student athletes, they talk about those uh, young men and women who uh, put in the effort in the classroom as well. So thank you, Paul Dixon, for uh, joining us on Warrior Halftime and filling us in on the big picture of uh, East Central Athletics. Uh, we're here at halftime in Moorhead. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. Our score, 14-6 to 6 at the break, and we'll take another two-minute uh, pause here and hear from our great sponsors. When we come back, we'll bring in Paul Williams for some first-half analysis. Uh, look at the MAC scoreboard. We'll take a look at uh, what's ahead for the Warriors in the second half as they lead Mississippi Delta 14-6. Back in two minutes on Boswell Media Sports and the EC Sports Network. It's always important to take care of your pool. Deals can guide you through every season, and it will make your maintenance so easy. They have everything you need and then some. Deals is a year-round full-line pool store, and they keep chemicals and salt in stock. Plus, they always test your water free. From safety covers to water balancing, all seasons are pool season. Deals on the corner of Highway 19 and 16 in Philadelphia. It's nice to know someone is there to help you succeed in your educational goals. At East Central Community College in Decatur, our students are our family. And we not only know you by name, but we want the very best for your future. Outstanding faculty, along with an academic support team willing to go above and beyond, make the difference. Applications are now being accepted at eccc.edu. At Neshoba General, nothing is more important than serving our community. We offer two local clinics for family care, Neshoba Medical Associates and Neshoba Urgent Care, family medicine, and also our general surgery clinic. We also have clinics staffed with nurse practitioners in our local public schools. Our Wellness Works program helps area businesses promote wellness among their employees by providing screening, vaccines, exams, physicals, and injury treatment. Neshoba General wants to be your local health care partner. We are always prepared to care. East Central Community College Indicator is number one in Mississippi. Again, for the fourth straight year and six out of the last eight, students who transfer from East Central to one of the state's eight public four-year institutions earn the highest grade point average at baccalaureate graduation among all 15 community colleges in Mississippi. To find out more about how you can be a student at East Central, visit www.eccc.edu or schedule your campus visit by calling 877-GO-TO-ECCC. Boswell Media Sports. Philip Palmer Tree with you as Warrior Halftime rolls along from Jim Randall Stadium in Moorhead. East Central leads 14 to 6 to break over Mississippi Delta. We've heard from EC Athletic Director Paul Nixon. Now we'll bring in another Paul. And uh, if I forget who I am, I'll just go by Paul. It'll be easy to, to uh, keep things simple. But Paul Williams is uh, back in next to me here. And uh, we're going to take a look at the stats of this first half as the, the Warriors uh, got behind mighty early, gave up an 85-yard score on the first play from scrimmage for uh, Mississippi Delta. But uh, the Warriors recovered from that, uh, played really tight defensively, and certainly made some progress offensively. They did, Philip. Um, you know, you've got to be impressed with the turnaround from week one uh, to what we've seen here in the first half offensively uh, from the Warriors. Uh, nine first downs um, in the first half. Uh, we got a total of 199 yards of total offense. 
uh, on 37 plays, both teams with yeah. 37 plays. So averaging right at about uh, five yards, uh, five yards a play, five yards. That'll, play. That dog will hunt. That's right. And, and 148 of those through the air with the freshman Caleb Parton uh, leading the helm. Um, you like to see on third down tonight. I mean, we were 0 for 16, I believe it was last week. We two for eight. That's not zero percent, Philip. So uh, that's yeah. improvement. Uh, on third down, uh, one for one on the on the lone fourth down um, conversion attempt, and um, you, the the poise uh, of the young freshman quarterback, uh, the growth of of the offensive line just from week one to week two, what we've seen here uh, is impressive. Uh, Caleb Parton having a lot of time uh, in the backfield, uh, you know, in the pocket to to find open receivers, and you can see that. Uh, today, we talked about his numbers earlier, 12 of 19 at the half, 148 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, rushing, Larry Wilson leading the way, 12 carries, 39 yards. And in the receiving column, Philip K. Sims leading the way, three catches, 99 yards and a touchdown. Uh, John Hilbert also with three catches for 29 yards. The other touchdown, Kaiser Booth on the uh, having to go up and, and pull it in, uh, Two catches, 18 yards, one of those being the touchdown we talked about. You mentioned a moment ago, Phillip, um, defensively, you know, solid. The first play, and, and granted, Michael Coates did fall down on the play and, and resulted in an 85-yard uh, touchdown on the first offensive play of the game from the Trojans, uh, but a total of 161 yards uh, for the Trojans in the first half, and 85 of those coming on the first play. So defense really buckled down after that mishap on the opening possession for the Trojans, and defensively um, looking looking good. You've got to you've got to be impressed with what Edie Ross has done here in the first half: five tackles, a sack, and uh, one and a half tackles for loss. Um, also, uh, Keyshawn Johnson, four tackles, one sack, and two tackles for loss. Um, a couple other notable defensive uh, statistics here. Tony Gibson, uh, Justin James, uh, Michael Coates, all with four tackles each. Um, punting has been impressive these first, uh, last week and then the, the uh, first half of the night. Um, the Van Winkle lone punt uh, went for 50 yards. And then Ross James, kind of more of the, the shorter punt specialist, uh, nailing three punts inside the 20. One of them, that coffin corner, beautiful punt, rolling out of bounds at the three-yard line. Uh, things have looked well in the first half uh, for for the Warriors. Well, you're right, Paul. The uh, special teams play uh, should not be undersold. The punting and punt coverage team, in the first half, the Warriors have gotten themselves in some good field position with kick returns off the couple of kicks they've uh, run back tonight. And uh, and so the Warriors special teams has been a part of this good effort in the first half. And, of course, uh, it's you know now we're in a situation where we've got an eight-point ball game. And if, uh, if uh, Delta scores, uh, well, they've got a decision to make, uh, you know, relative to the amount of time left and a lot of other things. But... Uh, yeah, when you miss an extra point, it can really come back to bite you. It's a little thing that, uh, and again, it was a blocked extra point. Ray Gibson got that hand up and uh, blocked it, and that put us at fourteen at six nothing at the time. And we're fourteen six now as the Warriors. Uh, back to Paul Nixon and I were talking about this just a minute ago. The Warriors have picked up a week two win the past four seasons after losing the season opener. So 
Maybe the Warriors can uh, keep that stretch going to five. We've got 30 minutes left of football, and we're glad you're with us on the EC Sports Network. That includes WMER, 1390 AM in Meridian, and, of course, uh, flagship station, Cruising 98, WKOZ, 98.3 FM. Tonight's game is an audio-only broadcast available at uh, cruising98news.com where you click on the Listen Live tab on the right-hand side of the screen. And from the Cruising 98 mobile app, you can get that app for free on your smartphone. Next week we'll be at home at Bailey Stadium and we'll have a video broadcast and you can watch that video at ecccli.com on the Gold Channel. Of course, we'll be on the radio network that we're on this week, all the places you've heard us this week, we'll be there next week, but we'll also be available with video from lovely Decatur. The horn has sounded, 15 minutes put on the clock. They didn't change the score. It's 14-6, and uh, the Trojans will get the ball to start the second half. Uh, what do you think, uh, Paul, uh, what are a couple of things uh, the Warriors need to do to uh, finish this one out? Well, you know, Philip, uh, stay strong defensively. I mean, we've, we've seen that, uh, in the zone coverage, uh, there's been some holes there that, uh, uh, the, the, the Trojans have been able to exploit. Uh, so kind of tightening up that defense just a little bit to ensure that those passes, uh, that are trying to be dropped in behind the linebackers are, are not finding their way into open receivers' hands. Well, this marks the first time. East Central and Mississippi Delta have met on the gridiron since 2015, and the Warriors are 4-1 and one over the last five meetings when you throw it back to 2006. Uh, South versus North matchup. Don't get to see uh, Delta every year by any stretch of the imagination. We're going to see 30 more minutes of football here as Jaron Van Winkle is ready to kick it off, and the Warriors in white helmets, white jerseys, black pants will kick it off right to left. Van Winkle. Puts it in the air, end over end. It'll be picked up at the 10-yard line, brought up the middle of the field. And uh, not getting past the first wave of tacklers is uh, Symmetra Stewart. And he brings it up to the 30-yard line, and that's where Delta will start. They've had the Jackson State transfer, Jalen Jones, at quarterback all the way. Looks like he's right in the middle of the sideline huddle. He'll be back at the controls for Delta starting this second half. East Central leads 14-6. Philip, we talked about it a couple of times in the first half. Uh, Jones, he's, he's big body, got the look of a, of a, a, a prototypical uh, quarterback, 6'4", 215. Um, he's played well, uh, but been under a lot of duress. Four wideouts in the formation, takes a high snap, flicks it out quickly, to Smith, the the uh, running back, and he's wrapped up at the 35, fights forward for a couple of extra yards in the grip of Keyshawn Johnson. They'll set the ball down at the 37, and that's a pickup of six on first down. Second, and we'll call it five. Quick snap, back to Jones. He's going to loft it up, but uh, it was a penalty. It's going to be against the Trojans. Looks like a signaling false start there on the Trojans, Philip. They were going to throw a fly pattern up the right side to Lorenzo um, Perez, who has a touchdown catch tonight. But everything stops. The home crowd groans. And there was, there was a, a nice crowd that ended up uh, filing in here tonight. 
the home opener for the Trojans. But now second down and nine. Balls at the 32. Jones looks into the near sideline with a signals. Has three wide outs to the left, one to the right. He'll keep it himself up the middle, fumble the ball, but get right on top of it at the 37 just before he broke into the second level. They'll say his knee went down at the 36, and that'll leave them with third and intermediate. Uh, we'll call it third and five. That's the thing, Philip, about a 6'4 quarterback. He falls forward a long way. On third down, under pressure, getting out of the pocket is Jones. Throws it upfield, got a man at the 40. Now the 35 and stumbling out of bounds is Perez. He did a nice job coming back to the ball. Justin James ran him out of bounds. But a big gain and a third down conversion for Delta. DeAndre Fox applied the pressure, got Jones moving his legs to the near side and found the open receiver while he was scrambling. Two wide outs to each side. Smith the running back. Jones will take the snap, hand it to Smith. He's got room to run right side, inside the 20, lowers his head at the 15, and powers over Desmond Williams there. And There's another big play. That one gets about 15 yards and a first down for Delta. Kelvin Smith with the, with the truck stick there. They'll come the line quickly, pistol formation. Wide receivers, two on each side. Tight end on the right. He'll throw it, and the ball nearly picked off. In fact, it's tipped. It is picked off in the end zone by Michael Coach Jr. He's coming up the field to the 10, to the 20, and he's taken down from behind, shy of the 25-yard line. But Anthony Thomas got his hands on the pass from Jones, tipped it into the end zone, and Coach alertly grabbed it and turned back the drive. Well, Phillip, uh, Anthony Thomas, I think that ball hit him in the numbers. And uh, I just... It looked like it was going to be an interception there, but it was able to deflect it up in the air. And Michael Coates, with the awareness, finding the ball in the end zone, returning it for 25 yards out. Um, and once again, here we are with uh, the Trojans threatening and Warriors forcing a turnover, finding a way to make the play. And I've, I'm with you. I thought I almost groaned when Thomas <laughs> didn't close his hands in on that ball. I don't think he had time to react to it, but it went right up in the air and grabbed so first and ten for the Warriors after the INT. Quick throw right side from Parton to Hilbert. He gets to the 30, and then he's overwhelmed there by about three different red-shirted defenders. Leading the way there was Damarian Edwards. We've called his name a lot tonight. Solid, excuse me, go ahead. No, solid pickup on first down. You like to see those positive yards. Anything over that three, four-yard gain on first is, is Set you up nice. Quick throw. Got five yards, and they'll just do it again. Get the same result. This time six yards to the 31 before Jeremiah Johnson just pulls John Hilbert out of bounds on the opposite side of the field. Hilbert's a first down. Right at the sticks there with the awareness to stick the ball out, cross the the first down marker, and uh, pick up another first down. 12-16, clock ticking, third quarter. Three wide outs in the formation. Martin will hand it to Wilson, and again, the Warriors just can't get much between the tackles at all. He'll lose a good yard. We'll call it a loss of a yard. Could have been more. Back, in fact, they will mark it two yards back at the 29. Boy, that front four of Delta is making life hard for Larry Wilson. 
there's just no room between the tackles um, for the ground game tonight for the Warriors. Second and 12, ball in the middle of the field between the hashes. Wilson set in a pistol formation behind Parton. He'll send him in motion out to the right. Then they'll throw it underneath to Booth, who gets into the open field at the 45 across midfield. Down to the 47. That's a good gain and another first down for EC. Nifty play there, Phillip. They had, um, I believe that was Larry Wilson running out in motion, acting like he was going to be the one who picked up the screen pass, and then they threw it underneath the booth. Quickly, Parton takes the snap on first and 10. We'll throw it over the middle. Got Booth there at the 25. He makes the catch, turns up field, and upended at around the 20 by Jeremiah Johnson. That's a gain of 20-plus and a first down. Philip, when Parton is able to set his feet and have time in the pocket, he is really putting these passes on the money. Yeah, I mean, that hit him right, hit Booth right between the one and the five. Quickly, the Warriors come to the line of scrimmage on first down. Hand off Wilson, and again, he's met right away, but he manages to just push and churn forward for about two or two and a half inside the 20. And uh, that was Jacobian Eichelberger making first contact there for Delta. Wilson will come out of the game. Corey Goldwire will replace him at running back. And the pistol set behind Parton. Sims set out to the left. Hilbert. And Booth out to the right. I'll hand the gold wire, and he has stood up right in the hole, lost yardage. And that's big Trey Norwood, freshman out of Batesville on the tackle there, stood up gold wire right at the line of scrimmage. Trey Woods Norwood, 5'11", 280. Just stopped him. So back to the original line of scrimmage, third and ten as we go under ten minutes. Martin under pressure going to his right. We'll throw it, and it's intercepted. I think that's Eichelberger who's got it at the 20. Comes up to the 30. Flag comes in on the return, and he's tackled at the 38. So the Warriors will give it back, and that's one, Paul, where Martin was under duress, and he just tried to force it in, didn't he? He, he did, and, you know, that's one of those plays that, that's probably the first time all night we've seen him make a decision that, that I'm sure he wishes he had back at this point. Um, under pressure, forcing the throw. Holding against Mississippi Delta on the return is the call. So the interception will count. But the flag was thrown around the 32-yard line, so that will send things back to the 22. And that's where Delta will take possession. So the two teams trade turnovers on their opening possessions of the first half. 9.41 to go in the third quarter. East Central 14, Mississippi Delta 6. Well, Parton, that's one of those plays that uh, you, you want to see when you don't have anyone open and you're being forced out of the pocket, you just kind of want to throw that one in the stands. Yep. Jones and the Trojan offense. Red helmets, red jerseys, black pants will come from the sideline of the line of scrimmage with four wideouts in the formation, three split to the left, to the right. Jones will take a high snap, bring it down, hand it off to the running back. That's Smith who escapes one warrior would-be tackler and then finally is taken down by Darian Goodrum at the 29, but that was after a pickup of six yards. We've got a final in from Raymond. Hines defeats Holmes tonight, 41-21 on second and four. 
throw deep over everybody's head into the near sideline from Jones, and he had Anthony Thomas and Ryan Whitfield up in his grill. Ryan Whitfield really got some good pressure there, uh, for, forcing the early throw by Jones, really never had a chance. That Warrior pass rush making it a tough night for Jalen Jones. Third down and four. Can the Warriors end the series right here and get the ball back to the offense? Man in motion from left to right behind the quarterback. Now he'll hit back left. High snap brought down. Handoff. A stacked up. Whitfield in there to stop him along with uh, Rich Alford. And he got nothing, Paul. He did not. Once again, Ryan Whitfield blasting through there, stacking up the, the uh, ball carrier. You know, Philip. He, he's uh, coming into this game. Whitfield uh, second in the MAC in tackles after wrapping up nine last week against EMCC. I'm going to guess, Paul, that uh, 99 is Jaron Sanford on our roster. It's just he's listed as a defensive tackle. But now I look at his weight and height. He's six one one eighty. That's not a defensive tackle. I think it's Sanford kicking. He kicks one away under pressure. He's going to hold up, hit about the 40, and take a Warrior bounce and beat down to the 43. The Warriors can't complain about that field position. 8.40 to go. The Warriors lead it by 8. That's the first Warrior bounce on a Sanford punt we've seen this evening. So our apologies uh, if anybody... Uh, Sanford's relatives are listening. We called him B.B. King in the first half because of a, an error on the roster that we were given. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, Jared Sanford, 6'1", 180, out of Florence, former Florence Eagle, doing the punting tonight for Delta. Eight minutes, 40 seconds to go, and Caleb Parton and company come off the far sideline and going to be ready to snap it. Teams exchanging possessions here in the early third quarter. It'll be three, uh, two wideouts in the formation, a tight end and an H-back to the right. Hand back, uh, handoff, Wilson gets past one defender and then will just have to do his best to get one to the 44. Life is just tough in the trenches for the running game of East Central. Well, Wilson uh, was was contacted in the backfield by Sedante Myers, a linebacker, uh, but did a good job of at least getting back to the line of scrimmage. Actually, what picked up a yard or so, Philip? Yeah, big Austin Mitchell brought him down at the 44, and that was a whole lot of effort for not a whole lot of gain there for Larry Wilson. He had one good run in the first half, uh, but uh, of about 15 yards, excuse me, 19 yards. But then it's been hard going uh, other than that. Second and nine, Wilson takes the handoff again. Has some room in the middle, gets to midfield, and he's taken off his feet there, and that's going to be a nice gain of six to the right to midfield, fourth, uh, excuse me, third and three. There's been a little more success on the ground on the right side of the line than there has been on the left. They'll hand it to Wilson again. He ducks past one defender, Gets hit at the 50, lunges forward for about half the yardage that he needs to get to the first down. The Warriors will be in an interesting situation here, but Coach Ken Karcher not hesitating. He's sending the punt unit out saying, hey, I'm trusting that defense uh, here mid middle of the third quarter. Trusting that defense, Phillip, and he's uh, sure hoping Ross James will put another one. Actually, this will be Van Winkle. 
Ball at the 49 in Trojan territory. Coleman back inside his own 20. Van Winkle gets the kick away with plenty of time. It's high, but rather short. It's about the 28. We'll roll down toward the 20, and it'll be down right around the 21, 22-yard line. So here are the Trojans back at work, trailing 14-6. They got the lead pretty early on their first possession of the ball game, first play from scrimmage. The Warriors have battled back. They've had two passes from Caleb Parton for touchdowns, one to Tay Sims from 33 yards, the other to Kaiser Booth from 23. Four wide receivers, three split to the left, one to the right. And Thompson, the running back, next to Jones. He'll take a shotgun snap, throw it over the middle, off the hands of the intended receiver, Ladarius Moore, and it was nearly picked off. Off the hands of Moore, off the hands of Desmond Williams, who had he been able to control that ball, they was uh, he would have gone uh, into the end zone with no one in front of him. Moore was lined up on the right side of the formation, running a drag route in very shallow, and your right ball went off his hands, and Desmond Williams nearly got that one, and if he could have gotten it, he probably could have outrun everybody to the end zone. Everybody else was headed the other direction. Second and ten. Play action. Setting up under pressure is Jones. Gets away from one defender. Throws it up the field, up the sideline, into a crowd. And the Warriors had it well defended. Michael Coates, Tory Malky back there. The intended receiver was, again, Ladarius Moore. Third and ten. And boy, that Warrior pass defense. I mean, pass rush. It is something. Jones showing off a little arm strength there. It threw that back across his body, was able to actually have a receiver who potentially had a play, but it's it just outside the reach. Two-by-two two receivers, third and ten, under pressure, throwing, and had a man open shallow left side, It was, but it was bobbled and dropped by Perez. E.D. Ross with that pressure just right up the gut, forcing the, the quick throw. Um, Gosh, Philip, he has been all over the field. And I want to tell you, I'm watching Jones come off the field, and his uh, his frustration is at about an 11 on a scale of 1 to 10 as he's coming off the field. He's not been given time to look downfield and throw, and even when he has time to throw shallow, in that case, his wide receiver didn't help him out. Sanford back to kick. Pressure coming. He gets it away. Going to... Come to Booth, who will fair catch it at the 43. The Warriors will be 57 yards away from pay dirt, leading 14-6 to with 6.22 to play in the third quarter. Well, Philip, you kind of understand Jones's frustration here. I mean, so much of this Warrior pass, a rush, you've got defenders in the backfield about the same time as Jones is receiving the ball in the shotgun. I feel like, Paul, if the Warriors can can get some run game going, they can make some hay in this second half. Uh, new running back in the game is going to be Carlante Walker in the ball game from Decatur, from Newton County High School. Getting his first action 
of the season, and he'll get the call on first down, go off right tackle, lower his head, and throw his way up to the 47 for a pickup of four. Excuse me, Carlos Walker from Decatur. Once again, Philip, there's a little bit more room off of the right tackle than there has been off of the left. Carlos Walker gets the gets the call. Now again on second down. He'll juke, move his move forward, get the first down, and be knocked down at the forty-five, but move the chains first down. Fresh legs of Walker. He looks impressive right here, Philip, on this drive. Carlos Walker, five nine, two oh five. Had a great career at Newton County High School, and they throw shallow in the flat left side to Kaiser Booth, and he's hit right away, and he will lose a yard as uh, quick to come up on the stop was Kevin Green for Delta. Second and 11 from the pistol formation. Handoff will go to Carlos Walker. He'll break a tackle and fight his way to the 42-yard line. Pick up a four, a three, third down, seven. And time is called. Looks like the center, Drake Carroll. Drake Carroll from Alexandria, Louisiana, is down. The trainers will come out and give him some attention. And that creates, uh, he can't, uh, well, he'll obviously have to come out for at least one play. And that's going to, of course, put Eli Gooden at center. And we'll kind of look to see who's in there. Uh, Jacob Moore, freshman from Union, was in there. I think he'll be in there at guard now. Yeah, because, you know, on the depth chart, Gooden's backup center, but he's also the starting right guard. So it looks like Cooper and Parkerson on the left side, then Gooden moving over to center, Jacob Moore at right guard, and Raiden Williams at right tackle. As now uh, Carroll's getting up, and he's trotting off the field. That's a good sign. Good sign, Phillip. Uh, looks like he's, he's shaking off whatever... Uh, the injury was unassisted to the sidelines, always a good sign. Coach Carter had summoned his offense over to the sideline, but uh, an injury timeout maybe a little bit shorter than Coach Carter anticipated, but it's one he will welcome. Walker, the running back, set next to Parks. Two wide outs to the right, one to the left. Third and seven. Walker will head off in motion, and somebody moved early. Somebody with better eyes or better vantage point than me saw that because that nope, it's going to be uh, substitution. Okay, I was going to say, I didn't see any movement on the line there. Yep, there were 12, an extra man out there. Well, extra man helps, um, but unfortunately can't play with 12. Third and 12 from the 47. Same formation. Walker goes in motion. Blitz coming. Barton will step up away from the pressure, and now he's going to be wrapped up and sacked back in East Central Territory, tackled at the 46, and there were about three guys back there on him. I think you're going to have to give the uh, Joshua Everett, and that will leave the Warriors with a fourth and long and a punt coming up. Ross James out to punt. You know, sometimes you just got to take the sack. That was one of those circumstances, Philip. There was just nowhere to go, uh, nowhere to scramble. Um, you know, good D. Punt from James. 
Spiraling toward the right side. Return man says, everybody get away from it. It'll hit inside the 20 once again and be down at the 16-yard line. And again, field position has not been in Delta's favor. They trail at 14-6. EC led 14-6 at the break. We're at the 4:05 mark of the third quarter as the teams uh, just if the two teams have traded turnovers and now are trading punts. Phillip Warriors looking to avoid an 0-2 start here tonight, something that hasn't happened since uh, they fell to Holmes 48-40 and Northeast 24-21 in 2016 in a pair of road game openers. Two wide outs, some extra men along the line of scrimmage for protection for Jones and eating the play up in the backfield. None other Warriors, and guess who? That's Ross. None other than Edie Ross. Edie Ross played at Jefferson Davis County High School. He's from Prentice, and the sophomore has really, really been active tonight. Second and ten. Smith, the running back, could not go. High snap, pulled down, handoff, and then finding some room up the middle of Smith before he's tripped up by Darian Goodrum. And then right away, Goodrum looks like he may be cramping up a little bit along the 20. Yeah, it Ball. looks like he's grabbing that right calf. Phillip uh, made a great open field tackle, kind of shoestring tackle. Yeah, could have been a lot bigger gain if not for the shoestring tackle by Goodrum. It was a five-yard gain on the play. So that puts the Trojans in a third and five. Well, and you feel pretty confident this is nothing but a cramp. Phillip, he's grabbing that right toe, pulling it back, just trying to stretch out that calf. So, yeah, Goodrum will walk off with some assistance. DeAndre Fox into the ball game for him, along with Ray Gibson, Tony Gibson, and Ryan Whitfield on the defensive front. Third down and five. Five wide receivers, empty set in the backfield. Jones takes a high snap, pressure coming, gets it off underneath, and Ryan Whitfield is there to sniff it out, stand up the receiver, and wait till help arrives, help in the form of Desmond Williams and Ray Gibson and others. DeAndre Fox getting in there as well, and that's a loss of two on third down. Beautifully executed, Philip. You've got uh, bringing the house, uh, leaving all of those five wide receivers and man-to-man coverage, and Whitfield with the fantastic contact, open field tackle, just perfectly executed defense. And that's his responsibility at that Rhino uh, position, which is sort of a hybrid defensive in linebacker thing, and he read that play perfectly. The freshman from Noxapeda, fourth and seven, Sanford. Waits the snap, punts it away. It's going to be taken on a fair catch by Gibson, excuse me, by Booth at the 47-yard line. And there are two minutes and 19 seconds left in the third quarter as we go back and forth without any additional points being put on the board so far. We've 13-6, excuse me, 14-6 at the halftime. That's where we are right now. In fact, we have not had a score since the 11:48 mark of the second quarter when. Booth caught the 23-yard pass from Parton. And, Phillip, here in the second half, it's like we've been playing football between the uh, Warrior 45 and the Trojan 15. That's right. I mean, that's been pretty much where it's gone. Parton in the pistol formation. 
handoff to Carlos Walker. He sees nothing up the middle, tries to break it to the outside. Flag down, tackled after a three-yard gain is Walker, but I bet we're going to have a hold. Looks like a hold, Phillip. Looks like a signal for that here. Uh, you know, fortunate for uh, the Warriors. It looked like um, running back might have bobbled the, uh, the the handoff a little bit, was able to gather it back in, uh, but it's going to be the short game's going to be offset by the penalty. The hold was on the back side of the play, right at the line of scrimmage. That'll that'll uh, be brought up in the in the film room. First and 20. Yeah, you don't really need the hold on the back side. Of course, that was a play that was designed to go up in the middle, and Walker just saw nothing but Trojan defenders in his way, and he had to improvise and did well to get three yards. But uh, it's all wiped out by the penalty. Minute 55 to play in the third quarter. And what's been a a slow-moving ball game in spite of the low score. And I think sometimes the uh, clock operator has been slow to start the clock. Like, of course, the, the officials are talking about something. They've moved the ball back to the 37. Well, there was 20 minutes and 7 seconds on the clock a moment ago. That's uh, been reset. Yeah, the the time moving backwards, uh, I was right. All right, first and 20. Hilbert split out to the right. Booth and Sims to the left. Booth comes in motion left to right. They'll fake it to him, hand it to Walker, but he's going nowhere. Just got back to the line of scrimmage, and that was a a, a nice spot for uh, the benefit of the Warriors there because there just wasn't much there at all. I think Tyler Smith broke that one up. That's right. They just ran into a wall there, Phillip. Walker had nowhere to go. Second down and 20. Back where it's lined up, it's about second down and 22. Uh, loss of two on that play. Ball on the left hash at the 35. Barton out of the pistol. H-back set to the right. Hand it off and just it being taken out for a loss again is Walker and uh, Delta's just not getting blocked up front, are they? They're not, and you know there's just no room between the tackles. I know we've said it before tonight, but uh, it's just it's a slow sledding up the middle. Marlon Brown from Pickens makes the tackle for Delta. We go under a minute to play in the third quarter. We're going to have us a 14-6 ball game. It looks like uh, going into the final quarter. We may have another play or two, so I might be speaking prematurely, but it's third and really long. It's third and Nidabina from right here for the black and gold. Play action, Parton has time, throws, but uh, zone coverage over the middle and nearly a violent collision between Kaiser Booth and uh, Vernon Davis out at about the 45 in Trojan territory, but the pass is incomplete. Davis had the better shot at the pass. Davis did have the better shot at the pass. Uh, Davis, Booth, and the ball collided all at the same time. And uh, it's kind of fortunate probably for the Warriors there because had the collision not occurred, like you said, he had a pretty good shot at the at the ball, better look at the ball. Anyway. Yeah, he had the better angle on it. Ross James will punt. 28 seconds left on the clock. Delta will set up for the return. Low kick be taken 
at the 30, getting away from a tackler, getting out and breaking another tackle at the 40. Now another at the 45, finally being upended at the, right at the 45 was Terrell Coleman. And you got to credit uh, Trustin Northington for getting in there and doing what about four of his teammates couldn't do, and that was get Coleman down. So good field position here for Delta. Somebody better check Coleman for Greece. Boy, he's I mean, not had many opportunities to return one tonight, but uh, he was taking that one, and I thought it was a bad decision at first, but he proved me wrong by getting about three different, three or four different guys to miss him. On first and ten, Jones sets up. This time he's got time to throw. Throws it over the middle, nearly intercepted, nearly taken out of the air by Ryan Kimbrell, who was dropped back in zone coverage. Ball a little high, but he was able to get up and uh, and knock it down. He did have a great angle on it. Great, uh, could, could have brought it in, but uh, blocked the pass. The receiver was running behind him. Um, broke up the pass. Kimball's going to be seeing that one in his sleep tonight. <laughs> uh, could have been an interception over the middle. Ten seconds to go in the quarter. Three men split to the left, one to the right. Smith, the running back at the left hip, Jalen Jones. He calls for the snap. Takes chest high, snap. We're going to run from the pressure, grab, spins away, spins away from another defender into Warrior territory, and he tiptoes out of bounds at the 39 with one second to go in the quarter. And there's Jalen Jones really getting out of trouble. He should have been sacked. That's the first time we've really seen him use his legs and, and get a positive gain. Uh, been, been under pressure, but uh, looked good there scrambling for the first down. That's the end of the third quarter. Our score remains. East Central 14 and Mississippi Delta 6 back after this one-minute break with the start of the fourth quarter as East Central football continues. Did you know adults spend over 2,900 hours a year sleeping? If you're in need of a good night of rest, come see us at Byers Furniture for a new mattress set by Ashley, Seeley, or Tempur-Pedic. Whether you're looking for Innerspring, Hybrid, or All-Memory Foam, Byers Furniture has them all. Twin, Full, Queen, and King, all in stock and ready to deliver. Give yourself the gift of rest this year, and you will not regret it. Come see us today at Byers Furniture and let us help you get your best night of sleep with a great new mattress set. Byers Furniture, 319 Bird Avenue in Philadelphia. South Group Cox Agency has the best lines of coverage for your home, business, and auto, also leading the way in protecting the very essence of who you are. This time of year, identity theft is on the rise. More than 8 million households will be hit in some way this season. South Group Cox Agency prevents hackers from destroying your life with credit monitoring and data protection, even expense reimbursement to cover costs incurred while reclaiming your identity. Get peace of mind now with South Group Cox Agency, Main Street, Carthage. Boswell Media Sports. Welcome back to Moorhead. Philip Palmertree and Paul Williams on the EC Sports Network. Presented by Boswell Media Sports tonight. Audio-only broadcast. And we've got a good one. You don't want to miss the fourth quarter. The Warriors lead the Trojans of Mississippi Delta 14-6. to First and ten for Delta at the East Central 39. Jalen Jones on the read option. Got room up the middle to the 30, to the 20, to the 10. He's going to angle the end zone. He's going to go in and nobody touched him. Touchdown for Mississippi Delta. Well, I feel like that was great execution on the read option. He really he let the linebacker commit to the running back, pulled it back into his gut, and just outran the defenders to the corner of the end zone. He had all kinds of real estate up in the middle of the field. 
took advantage of it, and then he saw when he got to the 20, his best angle was taking it right toward the pylon, and he just outran anybody who was chasing him at that point. So it's 14-12, and uh, Coach Thomas will choose to kick the extra point here. Low snap. Kick is up, away, and good. 14.52 to go in the ball game. And East Central's lead has been narrowed to one point. Warriors 14, Trojans 13. Back in 60 seconds with the Delta kickoff as East Central football continues. It's always important to take care of your pool. Deals can guide you through every season, and it will make your maintenance so easy. They have everything you need and then some. Deals is a year-round full-line pool store, and they keep chemicals and salt in stock. Plus, they always test your water free. From safety covers to water balancing, all seasons are pool season. Deals on the corner of Highway 19 and 16 in Philadelphia. Are you looking for the affordable option for your college education? Affordable is just one of the attributes our students use to describe East Central Community College Indicator. With tuition among the least expensive in the state and one-third that of four-year public institutions, choosing to attend East Central is a sensible way to save money and chart your future. Applications are being accepted at www.eccc.edu. Boswell Media Sports. Back in Moorhead, Mason Caldwell will kick it off. He'll sky kick it over to the 25. Warriors will do the little razzle-dazzle handoff, coming around with it as Kaiser Booth. He's still on his feet at the 30, and then he's driven to the turf at the 33. Well, Philip, you said you didn't want to miss the fourth quarter, and I think it started with a, with a bang. Uh, Jalen Jones scores on the first play in the fourth quarter. With a really uh, great read on a read option play, taking it up the middle and finding a lot of open space. And 39 yards later, the band is playing the fight song, and the point after attempt from Caldwell was good. It's 14 13. Still have got three MAC teams in the top 15 NJCAA football rankings. Yeah. All right, we'll come to that in just a second. First and ten handoff. Carlos Walker cannot go anywhere. He's wrapped up at the 30. He was hit once and then twice. Looks like Symmetra Stewart got there first, but he had lots of help, and that's a loss of two or the three. Now they'll mark him at the 31, so a loss of two. Second and 12. We'll look for an update in just a minute on that uh, Northwest and Jones score was 14-0 Bobcats at the half. But on second and 12, Barton will make the handoff, roll to the right, and just throw it into the sidelines. John Hilbert was close by, but he was well covered. That Northwest Jones score, fourth quarter now, Jones 17, Northwest 9. They've got a low-scoring game like we've got. But now it is third and long and feel some energy on this near sideline. Delta's got some momentum. They do. You can kind of feel that that swing uh, headed to Delta's, headed Delta's way. And Coach Ken Karcher will take one of his timeouts right here with 14.01 to play. We'll... Keep things right here and just uh, run it 
quickly to the max scoreboard since I've got all the scores uh, updating in front of me here. Uh, down in Summit, East Mississippi having no trouble with Southwest. They lead at 35-7 in the fourth quarter. We mentioned Jones leading Northwest 17-9 in Ellisville in a big ball game. And here are the finals from tonight. Pearl River bounces back, and they get the win at Cahoma, going up to Clarksdale and winning 24-14. The other final we mentioned a moment ago, Hines, 20 points better than Holmes tonight, 41-21 in Lehman. Itawamba, no trouble with Colin. That's strange. They bounce back from this, that loss to Southwest and then just put it on Colin, winning 30-3. to Gulf Coast and Northeast are in a tight one. Gulf Coast leading Northeast 18-16 in the fourth quarter. Oh, that's one to watch. Uh, so these three ball games, uh, three of the ball games that are still going are very interesting and close right. going down to the fourth quarter. Third and 12 for East Central. They need something good to happen. Here comes, here comes some blitz. Pass up the right side, but nothing doing for Larry Wilson. There was a late shove out of bounds, but nothing called there. It's up. Uh, Tamarian Edwards was with him step for step. There was no chance of completing that pass, but it goes incomplete fourth down. Tight coverage there um, in the in the secondary uh, for Delta. Philip talking about Gulf Coast a moment ago. They come in this week in the NJCAA rankings at number six. Northwest came this week at number two, and Jones College creeping into the top 15 at 15. We'll see Jones next week in Bailey Stadium. Fun off the foot of Ross James. Going to hit around the 35 and be down at the 39 as it was coming back. Trusting Northington on the spot to down it right there at the 39. So the Warrior defense. Now just has a one-point lead to defend. And uh, the tension builds here in Moorhead. 13-49 to play. East Central 14. And the Trojans 13. This is where you rely on that veteran defense, Philip, to step up, make a play. We saw them do it a couple of times with their backs against the wall in the first half. And uh, we'll see if they can do it again. Empty set in the backfield. Five wide outs. Two to the left, three to the right. Three down linemen for EC. Jones wants to throw. Rolls out of the right, being chased by Alford. He'll just chunk it into the far sideline incomplete. He had uh, barely running out on an out pattern out there, but uh, he wasn't that concerned. He was just making sure number 40 and White didn't catch him. That's right. Rish Alford uh, in pursuit, forcing Jones out of the pocket, and uh, really nothing to do except uh, get the ball out uh, out of play. Alford, the sophomore from Houston, the former Hilltopper. Doing a nice job in pursuit there. Second and ten. Four wideouts and a running back in the set now. High snap pulled down by Jones. He's going to rifle it up left side. But there uh, with the receiver step for step was Desmond, Desmond Williams along with uh, Perez, the wide receiver along the left sideline. Yeah. Jones looking for that back shoulder throw to Perez. Wasn't there. Great coverage. Um, just got to gotta be impressed with, with how tight that coverage is in the secondary. Here's a third down. Big players. The Warriors need it to grab a little bit of this momentum back. 
same set. Well, now they've brought an H back in for protection on the right side of the offensive line. Warriors showing pressure off the edges. They'll back off into coverage. Jones sidesteps some pressure, throws it. He had a man at the 40, put it right on the numbers of Perez, but Perez couldn't hold on to it. It goes out of bounds, incomplete. Probably should have been caught there, Phillip. Uh, uh, receiver Perez going to his knees. Ball was certainly catchable, but just unable to bring it in. Uh, Whitfield kind of diving over that block of the H-back, putting a little bit of pressure on Jones, um, but certainly a catchable ball. Punt situation here. Jaron Sanford on, standing at his own 25. And it looks like uh, we've got maybe another substitution. You know, we got 12 players out there for EC, it looks like. It's going to make that fourth and five. And there's going to be some unhappy coaches on the far sideline, I'll tell you that. Penalties, but too, just too many men on the field is just, and, and to see it happen over and over, it's, uh, yeah, it's happened, and it's happened to both teams tonight. It has. So now the line of scrimmage is the 44. Sanford will punt. He will boot it away end over end, tumble and hit at the 20, roll inside the 15 to the 12. And then it'll be downed right there by Jylan Davidson of Houston. So the Warriors will set up inside their own 20. It'll actually be at the 18-yard line. The Warriors trying to hold on to a one-point lead. I don't. I just got the feeling 14 is not going to be enough to win this game. I agree, Philip. Uh, good punt there, uh, 43 yards. Um, you know, we we had uh, Delta back starting around the 14, 15-yard lines for a, lot of, for a lot of part of this half. And now kind of field has been flipped. Yep, we'll confirm for you, Drake Carroll back in the ball game at center. So his time on the sideline was short. Handoff on first down. And there's Carlos Walker. Got room to run across the 30. Gets loose from another tackler before finally being taken down on the numbers on the left side at the 25. How about that? Big gain of 17 on first down for the freshman from Decatur. Phillip, I bet he was great at the three-legged man race. Uh, he, he went about six yards on one leg right there. Quickly, they snap it, hand it again to Walker. He's hit right at the 36, falls forward to the 37. That time it was well defended by the uh, by that's that linebacker again, Marlon Brown, making the stop. Walker will come out of the game. Larry Wilson will come in on second down and eight. Call it the 27. 12-36. Clock ticking away here in the fourth quarter. Warriors lead it 14-13. to Barton hands off to Wilson. He comes around. Oh, it's... Uh, Oh, they did a little trick on me they, there. They, they pick up the first down. Help me out. They did. They uh, faked the handoff to Wilson and did a little uh, little shovel pass That's to Giannis, Giannis, Dickerson. Giannis Dickerson on the receiving end of that one. That one totally had me fooled. They get to the 36 and a first down on the catch by Dickerson. There's a handoff to Wilson. He will push ahead to the 39 and pick up three and set up second and seven. And that was that was Diane Cleve perilous on the 
tackle. He comes off the field quickly. And now there's a Trojan down the field. Looks like another cramp. Yeah. So that stops the clock with 11.50 to play. We were 14-6 at the break. And Delta tightened it up with a 36-yard run from quarterback Jalen Jones on the first play of the fourth quarter. And East Central is... Put a couple of first downs together here. Started at their own 18. They put uh, actually one first down up here. The player cramping up being helped off the field is Terrell Coleman, the defensive back and punt returner. Not humid tonight, but it's still early September. Early September evening. Uh, still a little warm, but very pleasant. And I have not been bitten by a mosquito yet, as far as I can tell. <laughs> we can play a that game a, here in a minute. Still that is a, the light. That's a work hazard in the Delta. All right, second and seven, pistol formation. Handoff, Wilson straight ahead. He's hitting the backfield. Going to get nothing. A little extracurricular activity. No flags. Not much there, but... Uh, Good tackle in there. Tyler Smith has really played well at defensive end tonight for Delta. Third and seven for EC. Dickerson will be lined up on the right side of the line. Sims split to the left. Hilbert in the slot. And Booth out to the right. Barton will roll to his right, throw underneath to Wilson. He's got his leg chopped out from under him right away, and he only got one on third and seven. In fact, he lost a yard on third and seven. Jylan Davison with the Trojans sniffing that out. Yeah, they may, that's certainly a conservative play call there, and you can't, uh, can't fault that, but right now this, uh, Trojan defense is the one that's got a lot of confidence and playing with some swagger right now. So on fourth and eight, Ross James will step back out, out on the field to punt. Clock will be down near ten minutes when he snaps when the ball snapped and punted. He spirals one, good kick, hits at the thirty, bounces to the twenty six. John Campbell will down it right there. Trojans will set up with 74 yards of turf in front of them. 10.04 to play in the ball game. It's East Central 14, Mississippi Delta 13. Remember to join us next week. Warriors have their home opener. Jones College, the opponent, 6.30 to kick off. Warrior pregame starts at 6.30. From Possible Media Sports, from the EC Sports Network. And next week, the home, of course, the home games feature video, and you can find that video at ECCLive.com. A lot of good games on tap next week, Phil. Tacoma at Itawamba, Southwest, Colin, East Mississippi, here at Mississippi Delta, Pines at Northeast and Northwest at Holmes. First and ten, Jones sends a man in motion to the right, hands off, running, ramming straight ahead is Smith. I believe that's Smith. They've used two running backs tonight. No, that's... uh, I believe that's Thompson, the other running back. He gets about three going straight ahead up to the 29. Kendrick Thompson, freshman out of Vicksburg. 
On second down, Jones looking to his left, knows he wants to throw it out to Perez, but he was well covered. Desmond Williams and Justin James were just blanketing Perez there on that pass up the numbers on the left side. That's right. He was out. Perez out number three to one there. Tory Mulkey also back there uh, moving over in coverage. Can the Warriors turn him back on third down from the 29, third and seven? Two wide outs to each side. Jones again getting blitz. He's going down. Keyshawn Johnson's got him around the waist. And then about three other Warriors came to sort of uh, put the whipped cream on top of that sack back at the 22. They did. Uh, Keyshawn just on a beeline for Jay, uh, Jones on that play and uh, uh, was able to be the first man to get to him and bring him down. The Warriors just brought more men to the passer than they could block. Look, they, when they bring pressure, Philip, they're, they're, they, they cause a lot of problems for Jones. So that will put the Trojans back in a punting situation under nine minutes to play. High snap. Sanford kicks it away, spirals it. It's about midfield and will take a delta bounce to the 41. So good field position for the Warriors who need to show some life on offense in the final 843. They do, Philip. Right here, 8:43 left in the fourth quarter. One point lead. You know, getting points here to uh, extend that lead is, if, by any number at this point, uh, would would be success. And like you said earlier, you just kind of feel like 14 points is not going to win this game. Here comes Caleb Parton. He's gone all the way at quarterback tonight. Gabriel Larry, who split snaps in week one, out tonight with a concussion. Caleb Parton's thrown two touchdown passes tonight, and he's thrown one interception. He's lined up in a pistol, set with Larry Wilson behind him, three wide outs in the formation. Dickerson, the H-back to the right. Wilson will take the handoff on first down, and he will ride forward to the 45 and get four on first down. That's uh, not a bad gain compared to some of the uh, other first down plays in the second half for the Warriors. You credit... Uh, Austin Mitchell with a stop. That's right. And, the, you know, four yards up the middle tonight, Phillip, feels like 20. I mean, there's just been no room. Errant snap, pulled down, handoff to Wilson. He's hit hard in the backfield but stays on his feet and kind of goes backward for some positive yardage up to the 47. Like Eli Gooden down. The only sophomore experienced player on the offensive line for East Central is down. He's uh, maybe a cramp. He's reaching back to his kind of back to his left leg. It's a little premature to diagnose those things, but uh, it is late in the ball game. It'll be third and four after the uh, injured Eli Gooden is attended to. Late in the ball game, we've seen a couple other players from both teams uh, appear to be cramping up. You hope that's all this is. We'll keep things here and take uh, another look at the scoreboard and see if uh, some of those other close ball games are at final as uh, Gooden comes up now and he's uh, walking carefully on his own. Now walking, yeah, walking on his own back to the Huddle East Mississippi has extended the lead on Southwest 42-7. Jones 
sort of uh, leaving Northwest behind now. 31-9 in the fourth quarter in Ellisville. That's the opponent next week for EC is North is uh, South. Excuse me, uh, Jones. And then uh, let's see, Gulf Coast holds on to win over Northeast up in Boonville, 18-16. So that game was closer than a lot of people expected. The third and seven. And Jacob Moore into the ball game at right guard to replace Gooden on third down. Hand it to Walker. He'll sweep around the left side, get hit in the backfield, just turn up field and stretch out to get back to the line of scrimmage. So there's nothing gained on that third down, and the Warriors will have to punt again. Trojans defenders did a good job of making the running back uh, try to have to get outside, uh, left him nowhere to go, good pursuit, and uh, credit the Trojans defense with uh, Big third down stop. We just crossed the midway point of the fourth quarter. Warriors ahead 14-13, punting from their own 47. Coleman, who cramped up earlier, back at his own 10. Van Winkle punting. Van Winkle spirals one, hits to the 15, will roll inside the 10, and Warriors all around it is down at the 8 by John Campbell. Great punt once again. Uh, this time Van Winkle putting one inside uh, the Inside the 10, 45-yard punt. Seven minutes, eight seconds to go. The Warriors clinging to the smallest of margins, a one-point lead for the final seven minutes plus of this week two ball game from the Delta. Jalen Jones made a big play on the first play of this quarter, but has also been much harassed tonight by the EC pass rush. Sets up at his own eight-yard line, first and ten, with two-by-two receivers. Smith, the running back. Play clock under seven. Snap comes back. Sets up under pressure. He's going to get hit right around the one-yard line and go down right there. He's sacked. There Warrior defenders uh, looking for a safety there, but uh, they're going to give him the forward progress uh, to the one-yard line. So E.D. Ross, I think, was the one getting the sack back there. And, boy, they the Warriors are just getting back there after him. Loss uh, back to the one-yard line. Loss of seven on the play. Second and 17 from the one. Two points would be nice. Turnover would be even nicer. Shotgun set here. Play clock under 10. Jones will hand it to Smith. Smith breaking to the outside of the left. He crosses the 5 and is chopped down at the 10. That was Desmond Williams coming up from cornerback to stop Smith. Makes it third down and uh, 8. Another thing got to the 11, third and 7. Offered... Quick into the backfield there, forcing, um, forcing. who is that? Lindsay? Smith. 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 Um, to the outside. Now Patrick Lindsay in the game at running back for Delta. We haven't seen him tote the ball tonight. Three wide out split to the right, one to the left. Johnson wants to throw under pressure, offered in his face. They throw a screen, nicely set up. First down across the 20 to across the 30. And then finally, Keyshawn Johnson brings down Lindsey. 
after a beautifully called and executed screen on third and seven up to the 32. Great touch pass by Jones there just over the fingertips of Tony Gibson, who just about got his ball on the ball. And on first and ten, they swing a pass out to the left side to Lindsey, but he's not going anywhere because Desmond Williams was all over that, just knocked his feet out from under him right at the line of scrimmage, second and ten. There is a flag on the far side of the field, Cole. Penalty is on the Warriors. It may be offside. I think it is an offside penalty. First and five now. Two wideouts to the right, two to the left. Lindsey, the running back, next to Jones. 5-19 and the clock ticking. Warriors trying to hold on to a one-point lead. Ball at the 37. High snap. Jones brings it down, hands it to Lindsey, but he's not going anywhere. In fact, he'll lose a yard. Warriors all over that one. That was Darian Goodrum getting in there and dragging him down back at the 36. Ryan Whitfield in there as well, Phillip. Good pursuit by that D-line. Second and six. Again, high snap. Handoff, Lindsey gets to the second level, stumbles, but gets the first down at the 35. A flag comes in. I think this one's coming back, Paul. Looks like a hold. Yep, it's going to be against Delta. I think that right tackle was holding Ryan Kimbrell out there and doing it in the biggest way. <laughs> Even I saw that one. Philip Lindsey um, out of Flowood, 5'8", 171. Not a big running back, but a lot of burst. Yeah. Interesting. We haven't seen him yet, but he's making his presence felt on this series. Ball marched back to the 31, second and 11. Now for Delta, 439 on the clock. Clock is ticking. Move some personnel around. Receivers two by two. Warriors show pressure from the outside. They'll bring him. Hit Jones as he throws, but it's still on. It's caught at the 47-yard line. And I think that was Perez. He's cramped up or injured there. He's still on his back right where he came down. But that's a first down play. And just uh, looked like the Warriors were going to get an opportunity for an INT. It was Perez making the catch. But just a a great individual effort by the sophomore from Clarksdale. Uh, Jones took a big shot there uh, right as he let go of the ball. Kind of fluttered a little bit. Looked like maybe uh, the defender who was that... um, was that Coates or Williams? That, that was Tim Williams. Williams um, had a play on the ball, went for the ball, but unable to bring it in. And great catch. And again, they set up the screen to Lindsey. He breaks a tackle at the 50. On his feet to the 30. And pushed out of bounds at the 29-yard line. And the screen pass pays off again for Delta. That really stings the Warriors' defense for the second time on this drive. Just four minutes and counting to play. Ball out of bounds at the 29. First and 10 for the Trojans. Left hash. Three wide outs to the right side. And keeper for Jones. This is the play he scored the touchdown on. He gets good yardage. Falls inside the 20. Going to be close to the sticks for the first down. They're going to mark him a yard short. Phillip Jones, he's tough to bring down. East Central calls timeout with 344. To play, we'll take it with them back in 60 seconds on the EC Sports Network. 
At Neshoba General, nothing is more important than serving our community. We offer two local clinics for family care, Neshoba Medical Associates and Neshoba Urgent Care, family medicine, and also our general surgery clinic. We also have clinics staffed with nurse practitioners in our local public schools. Our Wellness Works program helps area businesses promote wellness among their employees by providing screening, vaccines, exams, physicals, and injury treatment. Neshoba General wants to be your local health care partner. We are always prepared to care. Griffiths Motors is to continue to try to make our customers happy. During our Jeep Adventure Day sales event, we're going to throw away traditional pricing and load the box with Griffiths discounts and manufacturer rebates. That equals a touchdown of savings for you. So come in today, take a test drive, and find your new Jeep Grand Cherokee, Compass, Cherokee, Renegade, or the go-anywhere, do-anything Jeep Wranglers and Gladiator. Now that's the way the good guys do it at Griffiths Motors. Boswell Media Sports. On second and one from the 20, uh, running play to the left side goes nowhere for Kendrick Thompson. He had uh, Ray Gibson on top of him right there, and they but they say it's enough for the first down. He just needed a yard, gets it to the 19. And then first down, and it's, uh, well, it's interesting. They run the quarterback sneak, I think, uh, the... Uh, the offensive staff and the offense for the Trojans thought it was fourth and one. They did. Or third and one. They did. They they did not realize they picked up the first down on the previous play. Yeah. They just wasted a play there. They were too quick getting the call in. So now it's second and ten. No gain for Jones on the sweep. Give Goodrum and company the credit for the tackle. Second and ten from the Warrior 19. Trojans in the red zone trailing 14-13. Three minutes to play. One man to the left, three to the right, split out. Lindsey, the running back. Or no, Smith, the running back. Snap, juggle, throws. Got him out in the middle of nowhere there by Jones as he had pressure coming from Alford and Ross. But it falls incomplete, third and ten. Boy, they were on him in a hurry, Paul. Yeah, there was, uh, he's a little slow getting up, too. Uh, yeah, he, Jones. Got hit. he got hit pretty hard. Well, they'll run in Kendrick Thompson at running back. Third and ten. they got plenty of time on the play clock. Clock stop with 2.47 to play. Got to have a third down stop here for the Warriors. Third and ten. Two, two running backs alongside Jones. We haven't seen this formation yet. He'll send Thompson out to the right. Drop back to throw. Pressure coming. They're going to set up the screen again. But this time, it's going to be stopped short of the first down. Warriors were there to defend it. Darian Goodrum out there along with Rich Alford. They run, in, they run down uh, Smith at about the 13-yard line. Going to leave it fourth and four. Much better coverage that time by the Warrior defense to stop that, uh, that screen play. So it's going to go on the foot of Mason Caldwell from Lake Charles, Louisiana, 216 and counting. He'll... Attempt a 30-yard field goal from the left hash. He's ready. Snap back. Caldwell kicks it. The flags come in. There is movement on the line. It was good, but it's going to be five yards back. Going to be illegal procedure against Delta. They're furious about it. The home folks are really unhappy. Yeah, it looked like there was some 
twitching in the line. There was some twitching on the right side of the line. A uh, couple of the uh, Warrior defenders were able to kind of rush up to the line of scrimmage, and as they did, there was a little bit of movement. So now it becomes a 35-yard field goal from the left hash. If it's good, it gives Delta the lead. With uh, There will be under two minutes to play when this play is completed. Caldwell, the freshman, timeout called now by East Central. 2.01 to play, and East Central calls the timeout. Told you this was going to be an exciting fourth quarter, and it's tense. It's uh, fingernail time here. That's right. It's drama here in the fourth quarter. ECCC has blocked a kick tonight. They blocked a PAT back in the first quarter. They blocked a PAT in the first quarter, and then on the second touchdown, I mean, there was there was it was close. I think it was Alford on the second one who was able to get back there and almost get a hand on the second. Uh, PAT. Fourth and nine after the five-yard penalty moves the ball back to the 18. We're expecting Mason Caldwell to attempt a 35-yard field goal to give Delta the lead in the late stages of tonight's game. He steps back, scoots to the left. Here we go. Snap, hold down, kick blocked. It's blocked. It's taken by Tory Mulkey at the 20. There is a flag down. He spun down at the 33-yard line, but that one was blocked by the Warriors. Let's see if it holds. That kick was a little bit low. The kick was low, a lot of penetration. Now, where the flag is thrown, you wonder if maybe there was somebody lined up in the neutral zone. I didn't see anybody jump off sides, but they could have been lined up off sides. The penalty flag came in along the line of scrimmage, so it's going to be something along the lines of off sides or illegal procedure, you would think. The officials are grouping up around the 25 to talk about it. The 35-yard attempt blocked. Returned by Tory Mulkey up to the 33. The ball's over there on the far sideline, but let's see what the officials tell us. One fifty-three on the clock. Will we see a third attempt <laughs> five yards closer, or will it be Warrior ball hanging at a one-point lead? It, the Delta players around the officials don't seem all that happy but let's see looks like uh here comes the here comes the call offsides against the ec personal foul uh horse collar i guess they say that doesn't count because that's the offside or do they well you know that's the interesting because he waved it off he did wave it off but uh the offside is not a dead ball foul yeah yeah the Whistle did not blow. So they're going to move it back to the 13. And we'll have a 30-yard field goal attempt. On the left hash, this will be take three on the field goal. Take three. The first one would have been good. It was negated by an illegal procedure penalty on the Trojans. Then 
The second attempt from 35, blocked. But that play negated by offside against the Warriors. Now the officials are gathering to talk about it again because I'm with you, Paul. I'm not sure that I understand the uh, penalty assessment here. I mean, the the, the play still Seems like you would still, exactly, you would still mark that off. Yeah, now they're going back to the 18. It looks like they would go back to the 13 and then back. Well, the 28. They've decided to go back to the 18. Kind of <laughs> split the difference almost. They must have a uh, a math major. Um, so somebody had a compass and a protractor out there and a calculator. So it's going to be a another 35 yard attempt. Mason Hamilton, uh, excuse me, Mason Caldwell getting plenty of practice. From the 35, practically the 36-yard uh, field goal attempt here. Caldwell ready. Kick up. It's high. It is away. And it is good. And there's celebration going on on the near sidelines with a minute 49 to play. Caldwell left it no doubt. He banged it high and banged it far. He did. And uh, really no no warrior special teams players really were able to get back there uh, to, to even make an attempt on the block. Uh, and take three was successful for the Trojans. Mississippi Delta 16, East Central 14 is the score with a minute and 49 seconds to play. And so... Delta will kick it off. We'll keep things here for you. Stay with us for Warrior Post Game. Caldwell boots through the field goal. We'll call it 36 yards. With a minute 49 to play to put Delta up 16 to 14. But there is time. Well, Philip, I'm not. I, I don't see the Warriors with any timeouts left, Ball. I don't either, Philip. And, uh, you know, I'm still not real sure why we reattempted that field goal from the 18. Um, but I'll tell you, with as much as, um, as much as Caldwell had behind it, I don't think it would have mattered if they'd have backed up 10 more yards. I think you're right. Short kick and a bounce once around the 28, picked up by Kaiser Booth, and he is rocked at the 33, let's say the 34. And all the wind is in the sails of the Trojans right now. But the Warriors, with a freshman quarterback and a young offensive line, minute 44 on the clock, they need to move it into field goal range to give themselves a shot to come out of here with a victory in week two. Yes, they do. Well, minute 44, Phillip. We'll see what the Warriors have in the tank offensively and see if we can get into scoring position. It's a pistol formation on first down. Wilson behind. Park, three wide outs. Quick pass left side. Kaiser Booth got it at the 40 and stopped right there. Gain of six. And you expect this to, to see a little bit of hurried pace here by the offense with no timeouts. Second and four. They will assemble at the line quickly. Move Booth from the left to the right. Clock will be at under a minute 20 when the ball snaps. Quick throw left side. Complete at the 45. Good for the first down to Kaiser. Excuse me, to Sims. Sims goes over 100 yards tonight in receiving yardage. 
115. The clock stops there for the reset of the chains. Paul at the 45 in the left hash. Barton has them ready at the line. Good job. We'll throw it quickly out right side, but it goes high and through the hands of Booth along the 45. They were just flipping the play from the left side and the right side there. Incomplete, second and 10. All right. Trying the other side of the field, just a little too tall for Booth. Ball at the Warrior, 45. They're down 16-14. to 14. You know, the incompletion may actually have helped there to stop the clock. Yeah, that's not the worst thing that could happen there. One wide out to the left, two to the right. Play action, Parton. Going to throw up the sideline. He had a man open, but put it too far out in front of him. Sims was had beaten his man up the left side along the 30, but Parton laid it out too far in front of him. Sims had about two or three steps on Kent. Uh, I'm I'm having trouble with with the numbers at this point. I'm going to say the defender. The defender. Excuse me. One minute to play. 16-14. Warriors trying to get in range for a game-winning field goal, but they've got a little ways to go and no timeouts. Three wide outs in the formation. Giannis Dickerson, the H-back. He's going to go out in the, in the uh, pattern. They throw over the middle, and it's overthrown. Booth, the intended receiver, along the 25. But uh, a lot of red shirts back there. They tried to take a deep shot there. Now it's fourth and ten. The deep shot was not there, Philip, on that play. Um, let's see. Booth headed to the sideline. Barton. Gets the call just from a couple of feet away from coaching staff. They'll come up to the line of scrimmage with about 15 on the play clock. They've got to get 10 yards to keep the drive going, or this game will be over. They need 10 on fourth and 10, 54 seconds to play, and Delta calls timeout right before the ball snaps. We'll reset it for you. 54 seconds to go. East Central has the ball up there on 45. It's 4th and 10. And the Warriors trail 16 to 14. Mississippi Delta took the lead back that they had uh, not had since the first quarter with 149 to go on a 36-yard field goal by Mason Caldwell. Delta's called their second First time out of the half. The Warriors have no timeouts, and that, that's irrelevant at this point. All that matters right now is getting 10 yards. 10 yards. If you don't do that on this play, then uh, this one's over. If you get 10 plus, you still may have some work to do. Come to the line with Sim split to the left. Hilbert and Booth to the right. Shotgun formation. Parton. Four-man rush. Going to roll out of the pocket as pressure coming. He's going to hurl it upfield, and it's going to one hop in at the 35, incomplete intended for Michael Coach Jr. Well, Parton was just in a dead sprint to avoid the pressure and trying to throw back across his body. I mean, there's just not very much likelihood of success in that pass. It's hard to make an accurate throw, like you said, on the dead run like that and the receiver coming back towards you and he just couldn't get it in. The ball will go over on downs to 
Delta, and they will run out the clock. 46 seconds. They'll just have to snap it uh, once or twice, and they will get out of here with a 16-14 victory and improve the 2-0. and So the victory formation getting set up now by Delta. Stay with us for Warrior post game after the clock hits zero. Immediately, Jones will kneel and take it down there. There's almost exactly the same amount of time on the play clock and the game clock. They they might be able to avoid running another play. And I think the game clock may be a half a second ahead of it, so that should be it. And they will not have to snap it again. The Warriors fall to 0-2 in a heartbreaking loss. Game that they led most of the night. But saw it slip away in the fourth quarter. And saw the freshman from Lake Charles, Louisiana, Mason Caldwell, nail the field goal to give the Trojans a 16-14 victory over East Central tonight. Well, that's our final for Moorhead. Stay with us for Warrior pregame. We'll take a two-minute break and come back with that. We'll sum this one up, and we'll look at stats and one final look at the scoreboard as we wrap this one up from Mississippi Delta. The Warriors fall 16-14. We'll be back in two minutes with Warrior postgame on the EC Sports Network. It's nice to know someone is there to help you succeed in your educational goals. At East Central Community College in Decatur, our students are our family. And we not only know you by name, but we want the very best for your future. Outstanding faculty, along with an academic support team willing to go above and beyond, make the difference. Applications are now being accepted at eccc.edu. From the slab to the welcome mat, think Yates Building Supply. If you're building a new home and need a building cost estimate, take your plans and Yates will help you with a budget and can provide you with experienced professionals to install floors, windows, doors, countertops, crown molding, shingles, and more. Whatever you need installed in your home, their experienced service partners will get the job done right and on time. Just remember, think Yates. Yates Building Supply, 406 South Lewis Avenue, Philadelphia. At Neshoba General, nothing is more important than serving our community. We offer two local clinics for family care, Neshoba Medical Associates and Neshoba Urgent Care, family medicine, and also our general surgery clinic. We also have clinics staffed with nurse practitioners in our local public schools. Our Wellness Works program helps area businesses promote wellness among their employees by providing screening, vaccines, exams, physicals, and injury treatment. Neshoba General wants to be your local health care partner. We are always prepared to care. East Central Community College Indicator is number one in Mississippi. Again, for the fourth straight year and six out of the last eight, students who transfer from East Central to one of the state's eight public four-year institutions earn the highest grade point average at baccalaureate graduation among all 15 community colleges in Mississippi. To find out more about how you can be a student at East Central, visit www.eccc.edu or schedule your campus visit by calling 877-GO-TO-ECCC. Boswell Media Sports. Warrior pregame gets started now. East Central falls to 0-2 tonight with a 16-14 loss to North Division foe 
Mississippi Delta from Jim Randall Stadium in Moorhead. Philip Palmer Tree and Paul Williams wrapping it up for you. Uh, this ball game got uh, some early action going. The Warriors took the opening kickoff, got a first down, and then had to punt it away. And Delta was took the ball at their own 15 on their first offensive play from scrimmage. They got an 85-yard pass from Jalen Jones to Lorenzo Perez for the touchdown. Ray Gibson blocked the point after attempt. It was 6 nothing. Trojans at the 12:39 mark of the first quarter. But the Warriors answered that score in the middle part of that quarter off a turnover. And Anthony uh, Thomas, a fumble recovery, set, uh, set them up with a short field. And Tay Sims was on the receiving end of a 33-yard touchdown pass from Caleb Parton. Van Winkle's kick was good. And at the 6.06 mark, it was 7-6 Warriors. They added on to it early second quarter, 23 yards from Parton to Kaiser Booth. Kaiser's second touchdown pass of the season, the 11:48 mark. It was 14-6 after Van Winkle's point after attempt was good. Uh, that capped a 78-yard drive. That was our score at the break. No points scored in the third quarter. But on the first play of the third quarter, Delta narrowed the margin down to one. Jalen Jones, the quarterback, up the middle, on an option read, 39-yard run. Caldwell's kick was good, and that made it 14-13, and we still had basically a whole quarter left to play. Teams traded punts throughout the quarter, and uh, Mason Caldwell was able to hit a field goal from 36 yards away with a minute 49 to go and gave Delta the 16-14 lead. Uh, East Central got a first down, but then uh, their drive stalled at their own 45, and they turned it over on downs, and the Trojans were able to run out the clock with about 40-some-odd seconds to play, and that's uh, that's how this one played out in terms of scoring. Uh, we'll turn it over to our analyst, Paul Williams, for a look at some of the relevant stats from tonight's game. Well, Philip, this is certainly a game that I believe was as close as the score indicated. I mean, you had a lot of... Uh, uh, back and forth. Uh, statistically, the game was very close. 16 first downs for East Central, 19 for Delta. Uh, total yards uh, in this game, 306 on 74 plays um, for the Warriors. 71 plays, 358 yards for Mississippi Delta. Um, you know, looking statistically, uh, penalties seem to play a big role in this game. 11 penalties for the Warriors, 75 yards, probably none bigger than the offsides on the block. Um, field goal um, late in the game uh, that gave uh, the Trojans the third opportunity, which uh, they successfully converted, uh, putting them ahead uh, finally. Um, once again, a lot of trouble on third down um, for the Warriors tonight. Uh, two of 16, only 12 and a half percent. You saw you saw some strides though, Philip, moving uh, in the right direction offensively. The offensive line, uh, as we've mentioned, I mean, there's a little bit of a patchwork there. There's been a couple of injuries, a lot of young guys on that O line, uh, but they they looked like they were playing more cohesive uh, tonight, giving Parton time to throw the ball, and I think statistically that showed true as well. Caleb Parton, 20 of 35, 214 yards, two touchdowns, and uh, one interception. Uh, 
running the ball tonight, a little bit of difficulty, uh, especially between the tackles. Uh, it was just a tough go. That Trojan D-line was really stacking tight um, and preventing anything up the middle. Um, Larry Wilson uh, leading the way, 22 carries, 64 yards. Uh, Carlos Walker, nine carries, 25 yards. First we've seen of him this year. He looked good. Um, but, you know, it, it's one of those things where as that O-line kind of comes together and, and uh, you want to see a little more balanced offense, uh, but hopefully if the passing game continues to improve the way it did from week one to week two, you'll see some of those holes opening up on the offensive line. Uh, receiving quickly, we had Tay Sims, as you mentioned earlier, Phillip went over 100 yards for Four catches, 104 yards, one touchdown. Kaiser Booth, uh, six catches, 69 yards, and a touchdown. John Hilbert, five receptions, 40 yards. Defensively, uh, again, um, Warriors looked strong. They looked strong last week, just not quite enough to, to help um, offensively to push this game into the win column. Uh, some of the the notable players on the defensive side of the ball, you heard us call their names all night, Keyshawn Johnson, Edie Ross, uh, Rish Alford, Tory Mulkey, Anthony Thomas, Ryan Whitfield, uh, Darian Goodrum. You know, Keyshawn Johnson with six tackles, two sacks. Edie Ross was all over the field. Uh, statistically, once again, uh, nine tackles, two sacks. Defensively, you know, they, they looked good, um, just not quite enough tonight to put us put us in that win column. Well, uh, the stat that jumped out to me is in uh, rushing yardage. When you look at uh, EC's uh, struggles to run the ball with consistency in the second half, and you end the night with about two and a half yards per carry, that's just uh, not going to get the job done most nights. You're going to have to run the ball in this league and uh, and this is a young quarterback uh, getting ready. You know, otherwise you put it all on the the arms of a young quarterback, and uh, that's hard to do. That's uh, what happened at times tonight. As third and long were was kind of the rule rather than the exception during the second half of this game. When you know, as you look back on it now, well, all the Warriors needed was one more score, and uh, we could be looking at a different result. Sixteen to fourteen, the final. Trojans are two and zero. Oh. They got East Mississippi coming in next week. They better look out. <laughs> Anybody playing EMCC better look out. And uh, the Warriors come home. Uh, they're disappointed at 0-2, and they'll play, play nationally ranked Jones next week in a 6:30 kickoff at Bailey Stadium in Decatur. We hope you'll be there with us in person. If you can't, uh, we got you covered with Basel Media Sports and the EC Sports Network. We're going to be providing. Video coverage of the game available at ECCLive.com. And, of course, these radio stations you've been listening to, uh, Cruising 98.3 FM and AM 1390, WMER and Meridian, the radio network affiliates, and then the, they're also available on your computer, Cruising98News.com and the Cruising 98 mobile app. Uh, so always remember those uh, outlets for EC football this year. Well, we're going to uh, head back home and uh, do it next week against Jones and uh, see what happens against uh, what a quality opponent who really put the wood to uh, North Northwest tonight. Speaking of that, let's take one look at the scoreboard before we sign off as uh, as we wrap things up in Warrior postgame. Uh, finals tonight, uh, Holmes uh, loses at Hines 41-21. Etiwamba put away Colin. 
thirty to three. Gulf Coast squeaked by Northeast up in Boonville, eighteen to sixteen. Pearl River evens their record at one and one, uh, winning at Cahoma, twenty four fourteen. East Mississippi, no trouble with Southwest down in Summit, forty nine to seven. And then that game we mentioned, Jones getting the the big win. Two ranked teams meeting in Ellisville tonight. Jones wins it thirty one to nine. We'll big see them next week. Paul, thanks for. Uh, your work again this week. Appreciate it. Let's do it for week three, shall let's, we? Let's do it. Let's Home opener. Hope you'll all do it, too. We appreciate Billy Steen, our studio engineer, and our producers, uh, the award-winning Breck Riley, Brian Montgomery, BMO, and uh, we appreciate Laura, Lisa, Ashley, Melissa at the station. We appreciate on the ECCC side, Lucas Calvert, as always. Uh, we've had Aiden helping us with stats tonight and Maria McLeod. Uh, we appreciate Paul Nixon joining us at halftime. These broadcasts are a partnership production of East Central Community College and Basel Media Sports. And on behalf of all of them, I'm Philip Palmertree wishing you a good night and grace and peace until we're together next week. Good night. <laughs>